Yokoso, Yokoso, we are back. It's Lindsay and Dustin. Hello. And this is Let's Anime. I know you guys have missed us. Yes. And we've missed you. We've missed talking about anime with each other for <laughs> you to listen to. <laughs> so we have saved up all of our spring episodes to go over and our famous ratings. And <laughs> massive spoiler alert for virtually most of the spring shows we are going to talk about. Oh, especially one of mine. Big spoiler. Big spoiler <laughs> coming. So this is a, a cozy blanket warning. Cozy blanket warning? Yeah, like a blanket warning, but it's a cozy blanket. What's a blanket warning? Like, just like, a, oh, like, like it goes covering... over everything. Oh, yeah. Because, like, a cozy blanket warning, that's like, oh, you're about to love this. People are like, I would like to love this real quick now. Yeah, this sounds fantastic, this cozy blanket warning. So, do you have a cozy show to start us off with? I do not. (laughs) By my cozy blanket warning. (laughs) No, I'm going to... In fact, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the <laughs> exact opposite. I'm gonna finish up talking about full dive. This Which uh, one? and hold on, let me read the full title, and you'll remember. This ultimate next gen full dive RPG is even yeah. shittier than real life. That one. <laughs> the scary goblins. The, the and the best scary. friend killer. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. The scary goblins. Let's see. What does he do? Okay, so then he, uh, our main guy. I don't even fucking remember his name. <laughs> Best friend killer. No hero. The bad wetters. That's the hero. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, he does not stop wetting. And so, <laughs> I mean, he kind of. Does. All right. So we learn. We learn a lot. Okay. So he goes to fight. <laughs> I think at last I talked, he unlocked some sort of like super speed, and then yes, he, yeah. So he goes and oh wait, no, I did. I I talked about the guys bullying him and everything, right? Bowling doesn't sound familiar. Bowling? Last I remember is he was saving a little girl from terrifying goblins. Oh okay. Well, All everyone right, so else he, got murdered. He joins the military. Mm-hmm. Um, he's invited. Oh, and by... he had like a point zero zero one chance of survival or something. Yes. Yeah. And so he, he joins the military. He starts training. The guy who arrested him uh, for the murder of his friend is the guy who has to train him, who doesn't like him. There's these two other mercenaries that treat him like shit and they're bullying him like he's bullied in real life. And uh, and so he just keeps kind of, you know, taking it. The one friend he's made or like he makes two friends. They, they you know, turn their back on him. And then um, and then so you know the uh, the girl who sold him the game that flies around as a fairy. Oh, the fairy girl. Yeah, she's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna help you out." And she starts. Oh wait, no, you didn't yeah. tell me. You yes. did about uh, like so. leaving the old lady's underwear or something. Yes, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so it's the night of the raid. Okay, the <laughs> goblins are going to attack. He has to use the bathroom. 
Oh my gosh. Because oh, no. he, he opens up and he tells Riona her his story and she laughs and she's just like, oh, that's fucking great. Um, I think, I don't know where I remember when it happens. She gives her motivation of why she, she actually legit will marry him if he beats the game. And the reason why is because the guy that has the walkthrough that's really shitty, mm-hmm. um, she approached him when he was when the game was like at its height of popularity and asked if if they would if she would go or if he would go out with her and he was just like he was like your fucking boobs are too big one of those cowboys and so <laughs> and they are really big Lindsay you would hate them like and sometimes I kind of hate them I'm just like oh don't do side profile with her please <laughs> like it actually makes sense for her to do the arms under the boob carry thing because I'm just like she she needs all the support and help she can get. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's her motivation is so she's going to marry the second person to beat the game since the first person to beat the game told her off. Uh, and that is and he when he finds that out, he's like, that's really anticlimactic. I don't What if a girl beat the game. Well, I mean, she's grooming this young man to do it. So I assume that's where her tastes lie. So <laughs> But, but anyway, like so, some girl like started playing and just like did a really great job and beat it while she was still trying to help him through because he's having trouble. I guess she's gonna put a dick on someone, Lindsay. I don't know. <laughs> great questions, no follow-up <laughs> answers for you. So it's the night of the raid. He's already gone to the bathroom, and she said the game simulates realism. So if you get nervous and you have to drop a deuce. Before her big track meet, it's gonna simulate that in real life. So you so, better find a bathroom. The goblins are murdering people, and this man is on a toilet. And the cliffhanger to the episode is him going, "Ee, a goblin's peeking on me!" And there is there's a goblin peeking at him while he's on the toilet. <laughs> Favorite scene of the whole series. And the voice acting, give this guy a fucking medal, man. He switches his voice and stays in character. I was, I was dying. He was like, "Ee, a goblin's peeking on me." It's like so dumb, it's so awesome. Oh, I can't even believe it. It was just like, oh man. Was that the the episode cliffhanger or the series? That was cliffhanger. episode cliffhanger. Okay. <laughs> so then uh, he gets off of the toilet, and the goblin gets killed by the uh, inquisitor. She's joined the military temporarily for this raid of the goblins, along with her his best friend, the apple slicer of death. <laughs> um. So she kills the goblin and she's just like, will you, did you get everything out or will you like pee a little for me? <laughs> and he's like, people are dying. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, it's horrible. Lindsay. <laughs> horrible. Did I mention if he dies in the game, it bricks his console? Yes. Okay. All right. Just, just make sure. Cause it's, yeah. So they, um, they are sent to go check on this like looting that's happening in this one district, and what happened to the goblin? 
in the middle of it, in the middle of it. So um, he's like, you got to go check on that because it's, you know, we can't have the people getting hurt by our own people or whatever. They find out it's, uh, oh, no, no, I'm out of sequence. No, no, no. Before, sorry. So before the goblin thing, they were sent to go check on these looting and stuff. I'm sorry. I did get it out of order. And they go, and the guy, the old man with gout <laughs> that he keeps battling with, organized a bunch of thieves to take advantage. Also, he could get arrested and put into jail prior to the goblin, or yeah, the goblin attack, so he'd be safe. So that's uh, that's what happened with that guy. Um, and then the twist happens. It's not the goblins he has to survive, and hopefully Lindsay's still there because she got awfully quiet. Oh, oh, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, all right, I'm just checking. Um, it's not the goblins he has to survive because a giant goblin with one eye shows up, and the Tesla guy pretty much lights his ass up. But they bring out these, like, pale-looking goblins, and so the secret of the city is that Tesla and the governess, they... Uh, steal goblin children and attack goblin campsites of the normally very peaceful goblins, apparently, oh. to keep the city under control because then no one wants to leave the city a fear of all the monsters. So, but every once in a while, the goblins attack and they have to kill all the goblins and then go, you know, do the same thing to another goblin village. So it's not the goblins that he has a 0.01% chance of surviving. It's fighting Tesla, who's been hiding his strength. And so he starts to attack uh, our main dude. And the best friend, or no, the Inquisitor goes down first. She takes a wicked blow to the the stomach. And and she's a real person or she's an NPC? NPC. Got it. NPC, yep. And then uh, the best friend takes a sword to the stomach for him um, because she's the kind of given him yep, the apple slicer. And then he's he taps into kind of like his own abilities. Like so he figured like it goes and it teaches him the trick. And the trick is like if you are good at something in real life, you're going to be good on it here, but they'll increase it like if you can tap into it essentially. So he's fast so now his character is faster and he's holding his own until his sword breaks and then he has this like in-game cutscene where he's talking to his dead friend martin again and martin becomes his cursed sword and you're like oh this is kind of cool and it's like it's actually going pretty cool you're like all right all right okay i mean this isn't going to be the end of the story but hey this is interesting this is a good first in- season ending and so he's fighting tesla with a sword he's got the upper hand the governess pokes the back of his knees. He gets killed. Oh, no. Yeah. His console's fried. <laughs> he wants to give up on life and everything. And then uh, he plays the walker. He looks at the walkthrough. And there's apparently if you log into the game with a new or like if you get a new console and you log into the game with the same user ID, and you say the sequence within 10 seconds, it'll reload your game. And you can start, like, 30 minutes before the final battle or whatever and try again. So Mm -hmm. he's, like, 
debating if he wants to do that. Meanwhile, he's like kind of going through his life. And it it's interesting because this guy, you know, that beat the game and made the walkthrough, he said this game changed his life and kind of basically taught him the game of life, how to play life and be successful. And so Tomo you get Zaki? to see the... Huh? Tomozaki? No, not Tomozaki. Who? What? What the hell? No. Remember that bottom tier character, Tomozaki? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, the OVA for that is horrible, by the way. Oh, I didn't know there was more. They released one, and it was just like, what was the fucking point of this? <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched so the second one. Yeah. You didn't miss anything. They eat food. Oh. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> I didn't tell you what sequence in which this is happening. I feel like it's like before the final episode. It's really dumb. But anyway. Um, yeah, so it's just like, and then he starts to see his, like his friend is like, man, you have like a different attitude and everything. And then he starts to get just every time he thinks about the guy, like calling him a pig or lower or like a, a you know, a shit worm or whatever it is that you'd always call him. He gets like really pissed off. And then these bullies try to like ask him for money. Like they always do. And while he's like pissed off and thinking about the guy and they're just like, Hey man, no, never mind. We're good. We're all good. Never mind. You know? So it's like having a weirdly positive effect on him. And uh, that's where the show ends. It's just that he is going to buy another console and, uh, at a not discount from the woman that says she'll marry him, though though he does talk about saying that uh, her threat of marriage is a demotivator, not a motivator. <laughs> so. Does he know he can say no? <laughs> it's uh, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's weirdly. Oh, you mean to the marriage proposal? I, yeah, <laughs> I she doesn't really listen that well, so. I mean, it's they both like, have to say I do, right? It's kind of like <laughs> Seinfeld, where George tries to break up with Karen, and he gets into another relationship, and he's just like, I guess we're going to have to break up. And she's like, no, we're not. It's like, it, it feels like that's that type of situation. Turn your key. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so it's... um. Was that satisfying? So it's like, this it is what was, he's going to do, but then you don't actually see him go back and do it? It was. I was okay with that, because if it doesn't get a second season, I'm kind of just like, I don't know, it's okay. I mean, I do, I do hope it actually gets a second season. Uh, the animation was really good from beginning to end on this. The, uh, the goblins they actually show there's a variety of them, so they're not all this weird, creepy, gross one that they first show. Like, the peeping one kind of looks like a... <laughs> Like a monster from Space Jam, the first Space Jam, you know? It looks like that. Was like the goblin embarrassed? Like, oh my gosh, bad timing. It was really weird. The goblin did look (laughs) into it. Like, he was just like, what's going on in here? Ooh, pooping. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, the leader was like, all right. Poops McGee over there, you're coming with us. <laughs> like, Dude, are you sure you want to bring Poops McGee? He stares at everyone pooping. It's a it's a raid on the human village. We've got to get our goblin babies back. He's like, but Poops McGee? Ah, gonna blow our cover. 
You're just gonna have to trust that he takes at least one human out. <laughs> Hopefully not to dinner, because you know he's gonna want to get in on that shit. And then Poof the Gee died. <laughs> no kills. <laughs> I don't know. As as terrible as like his real life and the game life was, it was interesting to see. It's just like, yeah, life sucks. Overcome it. Like it's what you do after. Not you know you can wallow and just like suck, or you can just get better. And even with all his shitty titles, how he just kind of kept trying, and you know, at no <laughs> at no uh, help of what's her face at all, Riona's help at all. It's <laughs> like. I don't know. It was a, uh, it was interesting. I ended up actually really liking this one. It was probably one of my favorite of the season, that's for sure. So, and I think the ending was rewarding. I liked, I kind of like when they sometimes they give you a little bit of hope and like he had some successes. You know, it wasn't all failures, but then they didn't give him that last big one. But then we kind of get to do it over and. And like now he's more motivated because he's like, oh, I can save like these NPC characters that I've actually become attached to and everything. So it's like, okay, that's interesting. Did he um, like resolve anything with his sister in real life? Uh, They talk more and he's he starts like running so he can be more uh, physically fit so he can actually do better in the game and everything. So they just kind of talk more and. He doesn't see it, but she's like, you know, the mom kind of like smirks and make a, makes a comment of like, oh, you two are getting along well. And he's just like, what the hell are you talking about? We're just arguing all the time. And it's like, well, yeah, but before you were not talking at all. So it's like now you're more like siblings. And then you could tell like from the, the stuff they showed that the sister was like happy to, you know, have a brother back that she could like talk to and not be embarrassed about because, you know, he pissed himself and fell on a track and field and then like disappeared from life after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, must be nice to have another memory. <laughs> well, he peed himself, and then he just never left his room after that. <laughs> but uh, I would give this. Hmm, trying to think of a serious rating here. Probably nine peeping goblins out of ten. So <laughs> that's uh, that's what hmm. I would give. That's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. So. It was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> uh, well, then I'm going to go with something cozy and heartwarming. Ooh! We know what this is. You shit the blanket. <laughs> Never. Gross. <laughs> I don't know. Dragon goes house oh. hunting. How could you follow up my show with that show? Because this show is like one of my favorite things. Oh my god. Proceed. <laughs> I think I've covered most of it. So <laughs> the end, um, basically they meet a princess okay. who I thought I was going to hate. Because she's like the selfish, spoiled brat. Mm. Um, she had a ridiculously long name that they kind of zoned out while she was telling it. And they go back in and she's still talking. And they're like, is that still her name? 
but she has run away from home. Okay. And she has run away because her father did the most despicable thing. All right. Ate the cupcake she was going to eat at her tea party. Without asking. <laughs> I mean, that is a dad move. <laughs> she invited him to tea and she goes, would you like some tea? And so she pours some tea and he goes, oh, thank you so much. He goes, oh, I'll have one of these too. And he takes a cupcake and just bites into it. And then she screams and says, no, I didn't say you could have a cupcake. I only let you have the tea. And then she ran away. <laughs> she sounds shitty still, though, because like. You know, tea party, thought... everything's fair game. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, oh, um, I have these lovely really... tea cakes, but you can't have any. <laughs> I really yeah. thought I'd hate her. But I actually really ended up liking the dynamic with everybody. Love everything about this horrible show, Lindsay. <laughs> it's I ne- I'm so happy that this is the last time we have to talk about this show, because I hate this show i I'm hate there, it i'm a little i watched it no oh my gosh just like this is this was my happy place this season Ugh. so much i love that dragon doesn't he's do anything he's so cute so <laughs> they end up um he's showing oh she wants a place to live now too of course Course. Since she has run away from home. So she starts hanging out with them. And I wish I could remember. It finished up a few weeks ago. So I can't remember what she calls um, Letty. But she's got some some name that combines like, like Moron and Dragon. And I can't even remember what it is. But it was really funny. Morgan. Drumix. A Drumix. She calls him a Drumix. And he goes, what even is that? And she goes, a Lummix and a Dragon. Drummicks. So he keeps calling her out every time she calls him that. He's like, can you not? But she's got zero self-awareness. But they uh, end up looking at a dungeon, which happens to be right underneath her castle. So she's like, I'm in trouble. I don't want to be back here. (laughs) Um, Through a series of little missteps, they end up accidentally taking over the castle. Oh, and everyone's like, oh, no, it's the the red flame dragon. He's he's kidnapped the princess and he's taken over the land and he's going to destroy everything because his his adventures have just been twisted into that. He's this monster when he's not hmm. um, misunderstandings. Gotcha. Um, so so they he's like up- the Forrest Gump of dragons. Yes. Yes. Except me. And maybe Dustin. Um, (laughs) I don't hate Forrest Gump. I hate this dragon. No. Letty's amazing. So. Letty. Yes. He is a cute dragon. So the king um, throws waves and waves of his knights. And uh, the elf real estate agent goes through all the, oh, well. Moats are great defensive, and this is great, and then you can do this tactic here. Um, and Letty's Wait, just is he actually selling them this castle that they've taken over? 
kind of. He's like, just like, well, hey, a defensive home is nice to have. Look, here are some of the perks. He's like, fuck it, <laughs> I'm getting this commish. <laughs> um, and so, of course, the king is like, you know, jagged, as long as you've never hurt my daughter, then, you know, just just leave and we'll call it even. Just, But if you've hurt her, I'm going to murder you. And, you know, she means everything to me. And so the daughter's like, oh, I miss my dad. So Letty arranges he he gets the the king to follow him, <laughs> trying to murder him, <laughs> and uh, he runs into the uh, the princess, and so they have a reconciliation, and the king does uh, like even though she's like, oh, daddy, I'm so glad to see you. She was still like, I don't know if I'm ready to come back. And so he's like, I'll give you this and I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And she was like, mm, okay, I'll come home. <laughs> so she's I mean, still coming out like the winner. <laughs> Even though could she's... they just have made more cakes? <laughs> I think that's what he offers. Like, I think he goes, oh, I'll get you, you know, I'll get you another cake. And she's like, I want 50 more cakes. And he's like, okay, done. <laughs> Something ridiculous. I see. Um, and so she um she wants to go off on the adventures with them to help Letty find a house. But the king does say, Well, you kinda made a mess of the kingdom by running away, so you're gonna have to stay and fix this. Mm. So she's like, Well, after I'm done, I'll meet up with you guys again. And she gives Letty some fairy dust, which lets him fly away. And then Letty kind of remembers his dad and he goes, well, maybe my dad was so hard on me because he was trying to help me, you know, stand on my own two feet kind of thing. Tough love. And he he gets like kind of memories of his dad when he's flying because he goes, wait a minute, I have flown before. And he his dad had taken him flying. And then it kind of ends just like that, where he's just off on his adventure. And they do say goodbye. Uh Like, there's more, like, there could be a season two, but it's kind of like they weren't hedging their bets that there was. They were just kind of like, bye, everybody. And I'm like, but, but (laughs) there's more. We haven't heard the whole story of the, the evil black dragon that he, that the elf was friends with before. Like, we don't know if he found a house for him. And we don't know if Letty's going to find a house. Is the princess going to come hang out with them again? I don't know. Seems like the answer to all those questions are yes. I hope so. But I yes, like yes, yes, and yes. Done. I still like No it. season two. <sighs> season two is canceled. So I'm, I'm a little hopeful that maybe it'll come back, but they, they were kind of like, they're like the numbers are in guys <laughs> i just love that dragon he melts my heart like nothing else oh my god i can't stand him i hate that character that's just like ah, i'm just gonna stumble through life but he did he learned he got he adopted that little baby bird and he's it learned to care for long. others <laughs> He had was. a driver's license. What is he driving? <laughs> Everyone had driver's license. <laughs> For some reason. ID cards, maybe. <laughs> uh, Kingdom ID cards. Get them here. <laughs> it was it was very fun. Mm. 
But, oh gosh, I don't... I I don't have anything clever, so I will just do um, ten um, leddies flying with fairy dust out of ten. Yeah, number's too high. No, no, it's not. <laughs> All right, you say so. <laughs> but I disagree. Um, <laughs> back to me, I assume. Back to you. Let's see. Ooh. I'm going to talk about one that apparently technically didn't end, and I'm very sad by that because I spent all day finishing it, even though I didn't want to rush through it. <laughs> I fell behind on Shadow's house. Oh. And I, I didn't really mean to. It's just that I found myself unable to watch two episodes back to back because I loved the emotional high i got off of just watching one at a time and i and you like your dragon the way i like emilico which is her name and i'm gonna say it wrong because it's a dumb name and they call it out they're like that's a dumb name and i was like isn't it it's a bit dumb um but this is the the one where we have the shadow people and the humans are their faces and they're called living dolls and they are the living dolls are getting ready for the the debut of the shadows with their faces. And that's when they like officially become like the shadow person's face. Like... Yeah. Okay. And so there is a lot of mystery, especially early on, of what's really going on. A lot of it I feel like is kind of wrapped up at the end of the season and they kind of dangle these new story threads at least like you know like i said there's still one more episode to go but i don't really see them suddenly adding like you know like nine other story arcs or whatever to to follow like i think they've already kind of laid the groundwork for more um with like episode 11 um but so uh and the big big reveals in episode 12 too i should mention but so we uh, we keep seeing like Kate and Emilco, they're getting to know each other still, and then, um, God, I really hate her name. <laughs> Emilco. <laughs> I'm just gonna call her Emily because it's it's I don't know it's just so stupid. But I uh, know you know what I'm gonna call her Sunshine because that's what they nickname her. Oh, what are you gonna say? I just don't like her. She's she so. Dumb. Lindsay, she's you as anime. She's what? positive. She is positive no matter what. It's infectious, Lindsay. I could do with less time wasting, though. Because in, like, the final, like, story arc, she spends an insane amount of time picking flowers, <laughs> picking oranges, sitting on park benches, when she's supposed to be saving Kate. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Wait, saving her from what? Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> but anyway, so... Wait, so she's supposed to be saving someone and she's picking flowers and taking naps on park benches. Get, she wasn't taking naps. She was looking. She was enjoying the sights. So, anyway. Um, she... Okay, uh, Sunshine is I'm going to call her because it's a much better fucking name. <laughs> 
So she's introduced to kind of like the world outside of the room. They do cleanup duty. Um, they hunt down what they call a scorch, which is kind of when too much suit, uh, soot um, collects, it becomes like this weird spider demon thingy. And then if it attacks a living doll, it can like mess up their, it can like kind of take over their person. And uh, they have to drink a lot of water to like get rid of it and get better and everything. And so, so that's to do why that, they have to clean up soot and don't let it build up. Exactly, because otherwise they would just be covered with these demon scorch things. Um, Does the demon things attack the shadow people? Yeah, it attacks everything. Oh, so. okay, okay. And uh, at one point, there, um, there's this other character introduced called the Star Bearer. She's got the typical like shark teeth and talks like an asshole, <laughs> and. Uh, the she blames the star bearer. Yeah. I mean, she's like for in first place because all the houses are like ranked and stuff. And it's uh, you're getting me ahead of everything. OK, OK. I'm sorry. I'll stop asking questions for now. For now. But <laughs> anyway, so we're doing this introduction. where like new characters that haven't met each other, meeting each other. And uh, the star bearer, her name's like Barbara or some shit. She uh, starts blaming Sunshine, and then this one guy gets in the way, um, like Sean with a S H A U N, which I was like, oh, the worst spelling of Sean. Um, and then this other girl that doesn't talk, her name's Rum or Rummy. She's uh, she just inadvertently gets. Oh, I think Sunshine's defending Rummy for some reason, and so they get put on like night duty. And they bond and they find the the cause of all the excess scorches that are happening. And so they like they're they've all bonded right before going into their debut. And so at the debut, they meet this guy named Edgar, who has the best like zebra yellow zebra suit I've ever seen. And you're just <laughs> like, okay. But he has no doll or he has no shadow master. And you're just like, okay. Wait. He's a doll, but doesn't have a shadow person? Or he's a shadow or person so without a doll? Or so you would seem. He's a person without a shadow person. But ah. it's revealed later on, and I'll just jump to it, because I said there's spoilers in this episode. The shadow people merge with their person. They take over their body. So at sometimes they can have the shadow on, have the shadow off. And when they have the shadow on, they have, like, shadow powers. Um, and so, but he appears to the, the new, like, that's like some high level shit. Like you gotta be on like the second floor to get to that point. Um, and then you, you can merge with your, your host or whatever, your, your body. And, uh, um, and a question. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but if Probably. you merge with your person who cleans up after you. Well, that's the that's the thing. You no longer produce excess suit or soot. Oh. I don't know why I can't say soot properly today. Yeah, so you you can no you no longer are just like pouring out shit because you're attached to a body. So does the body's personality go away? Yep. <gasps> oh no. Yep. I mean, yay! No, I am cow. <laughs> no. 
So do the shadow people know this going in? They don't know it until they're gonna go through it. It's actually yeah, like okay. uh, it's like they call it like a, a level three type secret. Like you have to either be ready for level three, you have to be at the top of level two, ready to go into three, or be on level three. So and you get these levels as you age. No, with your accomplishments of entertaining oh. Shadow Lord Father guy. So if you're just a shitty shadow person, then you're stuck with your doll forever? Nope. You don't make <laughs> it to the house. So when you're when you're a child, so there's a kid's house, and then there's the adult house. And so these, uh, like our five characters that we meet, are all from the kid's house. And their debut is to see if they can make it into the adult house. And so Edgar's testing them. Um, he starts by asking them questions and stuff, and... He just starts instantly ranking them with these little pieces. And he won't even say anything. He'll just kind of like slap this little wood figure down and up and down and up and stuff. And uh, he's just kind of judging them based on how their face responds to the person. Um, in the case of this one, like really annoying guy named Ricky. Oh, God, Ricky. Is... <laughs> like just the name. Like you're like, who thought this name was OK? Like just it's a spell shithead instantly. Um the face was doing more of the work than the shadow, so that was kind of concerning because it's supposed to be the opposite, where it's like the shadow's doing the, all the conversation, leading the conversation and everything, and the, uh, the face is supposed to be there to project, you know? Um, and then they're, you know, they get their rankings, and Kate and Sunshine are dead last, and then the shadow people are led away, and Edgar leaves the, um, the the people, the living dolls in the room and says, enjoy your cakes. Well, they take a little too long to figure out that there's clues in the cakes and all of their masters are hidden in a labyrinth out in the courtyard area. And so they have to then pick one item to help them on their journey to save their master. And they have two hours to do it. And they have this a uh, soot clock. I said it right that time, I think. Uh, <laughs> that goes, or like this hourglass that goes up instead of down, which is really stupid. It didn't make much sense to me. Not really sure how that works, but whatever. I guess because it always goes up or whatever. And so then they're just kind of tested on how they do. And it, it's weird because it's like they go to this like third floor shadow people and they start like criticizing that like the, I don't understand that you know this is very unconventional because you're making the uh, the faces like do a lot and have a bigger emotional connection and uh, they're but they're doing a lot of free thinking and then they don't want that and so you're just like okay okay what's that you got going on here you know um so. Sunshine and Rummy, they team up almost instantly because Rummy is very quiet um, and they just kind of help each other. And they all pick like really kind of stupid things. Like one girl picks hedge clippers. Um, Ricky picks the uh, the suit uh, to protect himself because the two conditions are given. Save your master. They have to the master has to have clean clothes and you have to have an undamaged face. So they're just like go on so he's he protects like he gets something to protect his face and his master's clothes uh this other guy who has vision problems gets some magnifying glass <laughs> so and then uh rummy gets 
a lantern. And uh, Ricky instantly is just like, it's fucking daylight out. Why do you have a lantern? <laughs> Spoiler, it comes in hand several times. Uh, <laughs> Take that, Ricky. Yeah. And then Sunshine, what What would just like, just pick the most random thing you could possibly think of? A flower. No, but she did. Well, I already told you she picks a bunch of flowers. No. Oh. <laughs> she picks a cart. A giant wooden cart to push through this labyrinth. Oh. And she fills it with flowers <laughs> and other things that she finds. I bet that cart comes in handy. Oh, it does. It is the... <laughs> it helps with the entire ending, basically. So, um, And so they kind of team up. They run into... Uh, with Sean. Are they, are they competing against each other? Or they're supposed to work together? No, they're technically they're not supposed to work with each other, which is why the the third Floyd people find it so fascinating is they're just like, ooh, look at them. But yeah, the the point of this test is to actually weed out the useless shadow people. And Mm -hmm. um, And useless shadow people are useless if they have a crappy doll. Yeah. So they could be like an awesome shadow person. They just got stuck with a shitty doll like Emco. Then you're you're fucked. So it means you fucked up and you didn't, you know, you didn't get in sync like you were supposed to this whole time before your your debut. And that's Uh, really the point of the debut is like that. It's to entertain the third floor and the. um, All father douchebag or whatever the fuck they call him. It's to entertain them with as many failures as possible. So Edgar's created all these elaborate puzzles and stuff, huh? They want you to fail. Exactly. Especially Kate. Like he really has it out for Kate. He wants Kate to fail, and not because of Sunshine. Edgar or the Allfather? Uh, Edgar. Okay. He wants Kate specifically to fail. He doesn't actually care about Sunshine. He wants Kate to fail. So. And if she does, is she, is she like murdered? I or... will get to that in ah, just a moment. Yeah. So they start going through, and previously Kate revealed that she could control. Uh, the suit, soot, fuck, man. I don't know why I can't say <laughs> suit, soot. God damn it. I don't know why I'm struggling so much with that. She can control that shit. She can control the black ass shit. There we go. We're going with that. Fuck it. <laughs> soot. There we go. Soot. Soot the hell up, Sut. everyone. <laughs> me at home. Um... She could control it, and then they all start to kind of, like, realize that they have uh, shadow powers as well. It's just that they were kind of told that they... It's weird, because they were, like, basically told that they don't have any powers, but then they discover them, and they're just like, oh, shit, I have them. And then you start... You see the third floor people, and they all have, like, powers of doing shit. And you're like, oh, okay, interesting. Um... But anyway, they all like break up and go separate ways and everyone starts saving their own people. Sunshine shows up to save Kate and the Edgar guy pretty much put her in a trap to fail where she had to select keys in order to pass their test. But, you know, she just goes up and the cage uh, pops open because when it fills with uh, sut, there we go. Did I say it right? I don't even know anymore. No. <laughs> suit. God dang it! When it feels with suit, it releases the chains and it falls. 
Where do they land? Cart of flowers. And then uh, and then they turn the cart into a boat and use the that cart to navigate this waterway to get to the front in under 10 minutes and make it. Rummy and her shadow person who they never talked to or like they never had a conversation or whatever. Uh, they fail and her shadow person disappears. And so Rummy is a rum. I think it's because Rummy is think her finger that talks to for her and then rum is the the girl um she's going to be repurposed as a veiled person so Re- wait okay 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 so yeah, they have, shadow they have living disappear. dolls that have no shadow yeah when, so when your shadow person disappears they still keep you but you become like a maid for everyone not just like um your shadow, shadow person yeah you're they call them a veiled person they just put they basically are like you know morning dress with like a black veil over their face so and they just clean anyway they clean they deliver food to the other living dolls and stuff do they keep like their personality then uh no and so at the close of the ceremony they bring all the people in i'll get there in just a second they bring all the people in they introduce the you know the new shadow people to everyone um and they give them all this coffee and they're like, drink up, motherfuckers. And so they drink up. And then suddenly. Oh, no. Uh, like, <laughs> huh? That happened in the first one. They made them all drink those weird little tea glasses. Yeah. Well, this is the same thing. This is this has uh, suit from the what? all father. Sut or suit. Fucking hell. Lindsay. <laughs> I don't know which one I'm saying anymore. <laughs> which one's right. I need you to say it so I can know. Sut. Sut. Fuck. Why can't I say that? Suck. Suck the hell up, everyone. Getting tired of this shit. Hey, it's your show. There's the all silly shadows to show. Sut in the coffee, and it does brain control for the living dolls. And so they are suddenly very happy and don't care that Rummy didn't make it. And. Then uh, Edgar reveals the kind of the data that they had and they test him on how a shadow person comes or comes about <laughs> conveniently revealing it to the audience. And so they are shadow sprites and they're parasites and they go and they pick these children and then they have the shadow sprites basically pick out a child and form a copy of that child. And during this whole process there's supposed to be the personality is supposed to be imprinting on the shadow person so that way when the shadow person takes over their body it goes smoothly um and so all these things are important like the living doll supposed to kiss their master on the head every night before bed because that plants more information on them uh and they're just supposed to bond and and that's why they need to coordinate their movements and all this other stuff because it just helps with the bonding taking over process so if you are viewed as like a worthless doll like rum rummy's shadow person was then typically you just like kind of i don't know are removed like they just kill you but i guess like they're all amazed because that's the first time they've seen one just like disappear into the wind like that and they were like oh shit um and so then it's revealed 
that all these shat the shadow houses real bad. They send out all their sut suit. <laughs> but <laughs> which one? I don't even know. Suit, the, the suit sut. They send out the suit sut and making all these towns burn coal. And all father guy basically mind controls them to think it's a good thing to sacrifice their children to the, to the, uh, the kingdom. And so all these kids are actually kidnapped from villages and yeah. So that a parasite can take over them. And, uh, where it is now, Edgar has kidnapped sunshine and is trying to get the dirt on Kate because Kate doesn't like that. That's happening. And she, for some reason knows that this shit's going down. And she doesn't want Sunshine. She doesn't want to take over Sunshine's body because she, and that's why she picked Emiko for a name, is because it's so different from her. She wanted her to be her own person still. So, but, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of yeah. where it left is the secret mission to save her. Is that why Edgar has it out for Kate? Because she knows what's exactly really yeah. going on. He's very loyal to the uh, All Father guy. And he feels like all the other third floor people are like shitty and uh, not doing a good job of running the kingdom. Especially this one guy named uh, Ryan. (laughs) 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 Who sucks? He does suck. And then you see them go to the village, uh, like two of them. Uh, One I'm going to call, I was waiting to see her boobs uh, (laughs) because I saw her shadow boobs and I'm like, those are going to be some good boobs. And then she went to human form. I was like, ah, this is some good boobs. Thank you. Thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for sending her to the village. I appreciate it. And then you see Ryan. <laughs> and Ryan has no eyes. It's just like hair and then two dots underneath his hair. And I was like, you suck, Ryan. <laughs> like, your whole design sucks and is different than everyone else's. You suck, Ryan. <laughs> so... And then they pick out three new characters for us to probably follow. But I have no idea. I don't know if this ends on season 13. I mean, episode 13. I mean, there's definitely going to be a 13th episode, which I was surprised because it really seemed like they were doing a good job of uh, wrapping it up. But like after the kind of like the completion of the uh, the, you know, the debut ball and the kind of the big reveal that they're kidnapping kids. It got kind of a little dull after that of like, all right, now it's all just be friends and team up and save sunshine. And I was like, oh, that's kind of it's a little bit disappointing. So but I mean, otherwise, I I really love the show. I like the different personalities. I think they did a good job of like just creating these shadow people. And I like the mystery. I, I hope there's more because it seems like they revealed a lot of it. And I think they could have probably waited on revealing the village thing and just left it as like, you're not a living doll. You're a human. And I'm like, dun, dun, dun. But you know, they didn't, they went for the kill. (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) But yeah, it it was good. It's just like, it it was interesting to see this, uh, force of positivity, Lindsay, uh, change (laughs) all these other people's lives just by being a force of positivity, Lindsay. So, Feeling guilty for being so cynical. <laughs> yeah, who the hell are you? I'm not like a real Kate right now, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, there was one really fucked up part though. So at one point, they 
basically put the living dolls through a human car wash. It's very <laughs> strange. And because uh, Sunshine's never been through it, this uh, one of the, the pink-haired girl that we've met before, that the one that like caught them out in the garden. Oh, the one I thought was being nice, and you were like, no. No, no, she was hella mean. Her her person is hella crazy. So they're going through, and you see tons and tons of scars all over her body. And um, Sunshine's just like, what is up with that? You know, like, looks at it. And then they do a couple of things where, in the after credits, they go back to um, the, I think her name is Rose or something. They go back to Rose's room, and there's all these shadow fingerprints like all over the room and so it happens like twice and then like on the third one she goes to her um her mistress and is just like you know uh i'm here to like beg for forgiveness or whatever and yeah basically just uh get takes her clothes off and gets clubbed by her shadow person uh which explains the scars so like just a really big punishment stick that did not look friendly. And I was just like, what so is happening here? As <laughs> long as her face is okay? As long as the face is, because of it, everything else is covered head to toe. Does she know she's going to merge no, with her? No, she doesn't. Okay. Obviously. Oh, because she's so going nice. to regret it. If she does, she's going to be like, man, all these, yeah. no well, backless dresses for me. I mean, that's the thing is, even when they're in, um, like, their high-ranking shadow form, they um, they pretty much only show their like hands and head still. So, oh, and that was the that was the one cool thing about Edgar's shadow power is that he his was music based, and so he could change his voice to sound like a woman. So when he kidnaps Sunshine, he talks to her like he's a woman because he blindfolds blindfolds her. So, and I was like, oh, that's clever. These shadow <laughs> powers are cool. <laughs> and then uh, Sean John. Because that's the that's what, <laughs> that's what the blind guy's his his shadow person's John and he's Sean. Uh, he uh, basically just makes shit explode with his fist, <laughs> so he just like starts wanting to punch everything. He's just like, let me just punch it and go boom, and they're just like, hey man, fucking no, no, you're not gonna blow everything up. Stop it. <laughs> so it was good. I like it. I uh, I wish it ended. I wish I hadn't blown through all of it just to talk about it and only discover that it was a pointless <laughs> task. But I really like it. And what's really funny is, so I love the end song, and I made it my ringtone, and my dog is very smart and knows my ringtone and <laughs> thinks that that means someone's at the door. Because <laughs> the only time she hears it was it's when my call box is calling me. And so every time the show ended, she was just like, oh, someone's here, someone's here. I was like, sit down, dog. <laughs> No one's here. The TV, not my phone. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would give this eight really pointless traps out of ten. <laughs> All the traps are really dumb. I was just like, come on, this is not not piles of soot. No. <laughs> I don't know, Lindsay. You did it. Any... <laughs> suit suit. Suit suit. Let you suit the hell up. I have no idea why. I just have this 
mental block and cannot <laughs> say that right the first time. <laughs> so like if I read the subtitle in my head, I'm just like, this is it. This is how we say it right. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. And then when I get here, I'm just like, and now we're going to say it wrong, <laughs> which might even give you an example because I knew I'd fuck it up in my own example. <laughs> Well, eight pointless traps is still respectable. That's that. Well, continuing on with our cozy blanket. No more cozy blankets. (laughs) Uncomfortable, itchy blankets. (laughs) Um, You're going to hate this. More than a dragon one? I don't know. I secretly love this. Um, Koikimo. I just scrolled up and saw that and I was like, God, I'm waiting patiently not to hear about that. (laughs) And Lindsay was Um, like, that's my next one. Ta-da. All right, tell me about your uh, salary man falling in love with a teenage high school girl. And I will then tell you about my... Salary man falling in love with a teenage high school girl. I bet mine has a lot less boobs. Which know. makes mine way more wholesome. No, actually, it probably doesn't. No, oh, because there's zero boobs. Oh, okay, so it has one. <laughs> and the girl and doesn't I... keep trying to bang the guy. <laughs> she has reasons. <laughs> I already kind of explained. Um, so it's they the problem is I liked everybody. Ugh. They introduce an age appropriate uh love interest schoolmate. Mm-hmm. And also an age appropriate coworker for him. Uh-oh. And I liked both of them. I'm like, oh, you guys would be great together. Oh, you guys would be great together. Oh, but the salary man, the high school student would be great together. I, I mm-hmm. say that sentence decide. again. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm. He was um, basically the the guy just kept trying to spend time with her. Um, Creeper. <laughs> And like he'd make study guides for her. Um, he'd Fucking lame. <laughs> do the work yourself, just you like loser. To call and, and ask her about her day. You know. Um, <laughs> did you go to all your classes, or did you go to like all your classes? <laughs> and now, tell me about your underwear. <laughs> and I did um, completely respect that the age-appropriate high school boy was like, you know what? I like Hannah, and I'm going to ask her out because it's it's Valentine's Day, and you know that's when girls give chocolate to boys they like. And oh, also, no, that's when the boys give the girls chocolates. So gotcha. now Valentine's Day, girls give chocolates to boys. Gotcha. And there's, I think they call it obligatory chocolates yeah obligatory chocolates or you yeah or you're like you're a friend but hey here's some chocolate yeah you feel obligated yeah so she gives them to this high school boy and he's he's like like, i'm in 
No, he actually goes, it is this obligatory chocolate? And she kind of like, like looks surprised. Like she's like, um, well, yeah. She's like, <laughs> he's well, if you're like, going to call me out on it, then yeah, <laughs> definitely, buddy. He's like, can it not be? <laughs> and she's like, what? And he goes, I like you. And she goes, I've never thought of you like that. I just think of you as a friend. And he goes, can you think of me as more than a friend? And she's like, I don't know. Asking of someone out. Yeah, it wasn't very tender, but he was very straightforward. So instead of just being like, oh, let let me draw this out, it was at least he got to the point. And you know what? She thought about it for an episode and she was like, you know what? There's someone else I like. I wish I could like you. I feel like he's old. He's got sweaty balls. (laughs) But the heart wants what the heart wants. So wait, and she's so she, the salary guy? She is. She is. And Ooh, fuck the show. <laughs> <laughs> but not like a I want to date him and be my boyfriend, more like, you know, I want to live my life and grow up and graduate and then date him. And even at the end she asks him that because she was like, will you wait for me? And he goes, yes. So, yay, happy ending. Oh, way, to, way to jump right to the end. It's not a happy ending. Did he actually wait? I'm sure he did. Uh... We did have to have, like, some, because then, of course, the coworker, who I really liked, too, and the coworker was, like, a grown-up version of the girl. She was all into anime, um, got all excited when she talked about it, just like Hannah. Um, and she like really, really had to psych herself up to, um, to ask out, no, I can't even, Rio, that's his name, Rio. Okay. And, uh, but she did it. And I was just kind of like, props to you, girl. (laughs) Both these people. On (laughs) your pending failure. (laughs) Yeah, no, he did let her down, but she was also, she was like. Why can't it be me? She And then she finds out that it is a high school girl. And she goes, that's just going to be trouble. She's like, one of you guys is going to get hurt eventually. So why can't you just like me? And she goes, I'm not going to give up on you. And then the next episode, he's like, can you give up on me? You need to <laughs> give like, up on me. She's like, <laughs> he's all like, right. I, really, he goes, I like you. You're a great person. But I don't want you to keep this dream that we're going to be together alive. So I want you to, you know, move on, go find other happiness. Oh, what a sweet so guy. They ended Let up. Off and die. <laughs> like, rude way of saying move on. Uh, they have this scene where they run into each other at work and she's like super, super cool and collected. And she goes, Oh yeah, I'll get that report. I'll get the copies. Hey, you got that big meeting. Hey, good luck. I'll see you around. And then she like turns around the corner and just like, <laughs> she's like, going, oh my God, I have no idea what I said to him. Did I sound okay? What did I say? And that was the first time I've seen him since then. Um, it was just, it was just funny. Relatable. Um, but yeah, then he, then he does start, he gets in his own head and he's like, I think I have, um, I am going to hurt her. Oh. I, what am I doing? 
uh, one of us is going to get hurt and everyone's going to be mad if it's her. So maybe I should just stop right now. So then he starts kind of being a jerk, ghosting her. And uh, she goes to her friend, who's the guy's little sister. And she's like, well, I think I really like him, like him. And she goes, this is between you and my brother. If you like him, you tell him. I mean, sure, I interfered all in the beginning, but now that it's difficult, (laughs) I'm out. Deal with it yourself, asshole. That's what friends are for. Well, she got a little um, snoopy, I guess. And so when when the high school kid asked her her out um, and Hannah wasn't talking to her friend about, like, oh, what should I do? And she was like, something's going on. She's like, you asked her. You asked her out. And he's like you know what, that's not really any of your business. Why are you inserting yourself into her life? This doesn't concern you. You're you're a busybody. And that really hurt her feelings. She's like, a busybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she decided to listen to this guy. And on the next time, like, I don't want to be a busybody. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> Instead of calling me a busybody, I would do like, thank you. No one says that about me enough, I feel like. (laughs) Thank you for not calling me an asshole. (laughs) Thanks for going to busybody first. (laughs) And then working your way to asshole. (laughs) Like, oh, you're sweet. I want to be like, changing the course of my life now, damn it. (laughs) Someone call me a busy body. I'll get less busy and body right now. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I feel like you were saying other things and I talked over. Yeah, it. basically they just they they get up the courage. She gets up the courage actually because he's trying to ghost her. And she's like, hey, I like you. I like, like your old ball, like too much cologne, and that weird like, thing you do with your fucking tongue, and uh, you know what? <laughs> your dumper won't quit. <laughs> I don't even know if they held hands ever. But, the, the old guy? And yeah. Him? Yeah, I don't even... I, actually, you know what? They did hug. They hugged at the end when she when she confessed to him. It was a very cute hug, and then she said, well, you wait for me to grow up. And he said, I will. Weird. (laughs) I'm not proud to like it, but I just really liked it. It's just like, (laughs) hey, I don't know, maybe find this this generational gap that you have here is a little, it's it's off-putting. It's off-putting, to say the least. But, you know, when they're like 60 and 70, no one's going to bat an eye. No, yeah, no, because they're just, at that point, they're just both old. You're old. But tell us how you met. Well, I was a high school girl, and he had old balls already. And then we uh, waited until I was an adult. She I was, was so romantic. You're a high schooler. She was almost ready to graduate. I was just on the cusp of entering adulthood when he snatched me away from the womb. <laughs> Almost like a sexual predator. <laughs> so romantic. They don't make stories like that anymore. <laughs> Which is why swipe I hesitate. Right, swipe I, left. I wish I didn't like this because 
that is not something that I approve of. But the way they did it just, it was, I guess, and it was, it was like my dragon comfort show. It was just what I needed in this moment. <laughs> so I did enjoy it. Lindsay, I'm about to talk about the same thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can judge uh, and understand, okay? <laughs> Um, I guess super quick, I will give it um, eight tight clips out of ten. Ew. Tie clips? Yeah, watch the anime to figure out what that means. No, that is not the point. <laughs> You're supposed to reference something you know that you covered in your review. Like your uh, own shitty review system that doesn't even make any sense half the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> What's the joke, Lindsay? Oh. Well, I'm holding firm on tight clips. All right, fine. Higahuro! After being rejected, I shave and took in a high school runaway. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. Yours just sounds worse to me. That's because you're judgy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge my kink, all right? <laughs> I judged your kink, but don't judge mine. Because <laughs> it's the same kink, all right? To judge me is to judge yourself. Okay, Just Remember no, that with your comments. He was courting her. Yours actually is moving in and trying to, to bang the guy. He is... No, they've... Well, okay, so... <laughs> he, he is not trying to bang nothing, okay? She's trying to bang him. Well, anyway. Yeah. So I think I last I talked, they revealed their past and whatnot. And uh, the brother finds her and is like, you need to come home. Wait, the, the, wait. Okay, no. Okay. No, oh. last covered it. You said they seemed like they were getting close to figuring out why she ran away. Oh, okay. Okay. So we met like the guy she first hooked up with when she first ran away. Who is like working at the convenience store or something with her? Yeah. Okay, but I don't remember you mentioning her brother. Oh, okay. Well, the guy looking for her is her brother. And when she feels like her brother's closing in on her, she decides to uh, reveal to the dude and the friend she made at the convenience store why she ran away. And I'll do my best to sum it up. So her father left the family when her mother was pregnant with her. So the mother, being a very rational adult, blames her birth on why the marriage crumbled. Oh. <laughs> so, okay, you know, so she never knew her dad. Doesn't Has never had any relationship with her dad, and her mother has always treated her like shit and never really, like, uh, as a mother, just as a, like, you're the source of the blame. And Got it. And she has an older brother? She has an older brother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he runs like the family business or some shit. Um, <laughs> Did the dad leave him the family business? He, no, well, I think it was, I, I think it was two families like had merged there. You know, they like, they had two mega families and then the dad just kind of like took his shit and went the other way. And so then 
they were just like, oh, now we got to run both our own shit again or something. I don't know. They don't really go into that, Lindsay. That's that's oh, not deep detail we're here for. Business? What? What is the family business? They never say. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. They <laughs> are not concerned about that. This is an emotional journey. <laughs> that is it. So she kind of never really had friends because she wasn't allowed to ever do anything. It was basically just go to school, come home, go to school, come home. You know, no clubs, no sports, no nothing type of thing. Uh, this one girl makes friends with her. Very Wonder Egg-ish, you know. Uh, it's is her only friend. No, this is her past. It's not the convenience store chick. No, no, yeah. It's okay. a, yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone starts bullying the uh, friend because... You know, she has like this ice or ice princess persona or whatever. And they're just like, you're not pretty enough or good enough. And they but they're too afraid to bully her. So they're just taking it all out on her friend. Um, it gets to be too much for the friend. And the friend commits suicide. So wonder egg. Yep. Very wonder. <laughs> and she uh, colored ice. <laughs> no, she does not. So. <clears throat> They reveal that, and then, like, the mother, uh, you know, like, a day after the daughter's death is, like, you've brought, you know, embarrassment to the family. I bet you even killed your friend. And so that's when she snaps. She snaps her mom and leaves because she's just like, how dare you? That was my first and only friend in the world, and you just accused me of murdering her. Like, what the fuck? So that's out. <clears throat> Brother arrives. They agree to go back. Is um, brother like an asshole too, or no? Brother's really sweet, but you could tell he's kind of like making up for not being more present in a way. Um, uh, okay, so he never one... like stepped in between mom and daughter. Not really. Like, well, he Got did it. the best he could, but not without like. I mean, he just, he, you know, I don't know. And the way that I guess not all children can just like speak freely to their parents. You know, he never really. Had that or whatever. They don't go into that deeply, Lindsay. Stop looking for deeper <laughs> shit on that stuff. He's a fucking sidekick. He's a McGuffin. He's a McGuffin. I'm a, just getting us through the plot. Anyway. So he's like, I will buy you a week and then you got to come back with me. And uh, so then, of course, they go to a summer festival. She writes a cookbook of all of his favorite recipes. Um, the last night, they. She asked if she can, like, sleep in the bed with him in a not perverted way. But they just kind of, like, talk and everything. And then she's uh, she's about to go back on her own. And his, like, junior at work, the, the one that has a crush on him, is just like, you're an idiot for not going with her and not being true to yourself and stuff. And so he, last minute, he's just like, I'm fucking coming with you. And, uh. So they fly back and they go to school and then she deals with like her kind of, you know, fear and insecurities of uh, being on the roof again and seeing where her friend died again and everything. Because now they put up these big like, you know, anti jumper fences uh, instead. Instead, before it was really easy just throw a leg over and then you're you're meeting God. But uh, now they got this big fence where it's like, no, you got to commit. You got to commit with, like barbed wire gotta, and stuff. No, I mean, they're not trying to, like, destroy <laughs> someone. But now you're going to live with the regret and you can't use your hands, you know. No, it's just, it's just like a 10-foot tall and, like, has that, like, little 
hookover or like a little like oh, I don't know. Like it. you'll see it in a bunch of them, but uh, as my son makes his uh, oh. podcast appearance and. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so the deal with that, it's, like, a really long scene. Because you're just, like, it's, like, midnight, and they have to go home and meet the mom still. And so after that, they go in, they meet the mom. First thing the mom does, walk out, smack the daughter <laughs> really hard. <laughs> like, like she had just been watching a lot Baby, of, uh, <laughs> like, she just watched, like, every Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, like, in a row. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to give you a stiff arm. Like, bam! And, uh, you know, good good old dude is just like, hey, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> like, just calls her out. So they go to talk and, and shit. They're all sitting there awkwardly. And he basically just kind of, like, puts her on blast and is like, you know, like, you're her only parent. And then he he's like, I can't just take care of her because I'm not her parent. You know, I, I wasn't that job wasn't given to me. Uh, and then he. Uh, you know, bows to her, puts his head completely on the floor and everything. And for whatever reason, this woman fucking snaps and is just like, why would a stranger do this? It just like, starts repeating that over and over. So where the son like kicks him out, he's like, I think she's broken. You need to leave. <laughs> so it's like, it was like her response. I was like, oh, damn. You know, it's like, it's a very tense, you know, but it's also like one in the morning, I think. <laughs> And they're just like, nah, we got more conversing to go. Uh, so then they go outside. They talk some more. It's, you know, it's getting emotional because they're no, they're sensing the end is near of their journey with each other. Um, and then they go back in and he talks to the mom one more time, one on one. And she's she's just like, you know, it, um, he's like, I'm sorry for, you know, like putting you on blast like that or whatever, just like a total 180 in a way of like, Oh, sorry. To, didn't mean to get through to you the way I did. And she's just like, no, no, you're good. But like, fuck you. I still don't want to like, look at you and shit. And then the daughter comes in, she like apologizes. And then the mom's just like, you know, his words got through to me. Work hard. You're going to have to repeat a year of school. Cause you have been gone for a year. <laughs> and, okay, so now we're up to a year. Yeah. Well, no, she's got basically it's two years now. She has to do because she was oh. <laughs> she's got to repeat her second and do her third. Um, and then so like that's that's where they're at. And she's like, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want after that, and type of deal. Um, they talk more to the brother, and then he's settling in for the night, and he's got to go back to Tokyo the next day. And it's like four in the fucking morning and she creeps in his room and she's, you know, she's just talking to him and she's just like, do you want to you want to do it uh, just so that we remember each other? And he's just like, I don't need to do it to remember. And also, I told you I'm not into kids. So fuck off <laughs> like <laughs> one more time. Uh, and then they're at the airport. They do a great goodbye where um She's just like, you know, don't forget me. And he's just like, I will never be able to forget you because of just this journey that we were been on and everything. So it's very touching. It's it's very heartfelt. It's not like I like I didn't cry or anything, but it was good. It was like it was worthwhile. And then uh, we do two years later and he's 
been invited out. Uh, we see some like just scenes of like her going to school and talking to people like she wasn't able to do before. Um, him apologizing to the the lady that he had a crush on, kind of in a way of like, a lobster lady. lady. A lobster lady, lobster lady, big boobs that always what used to take him to out her? for uh, to meet. Uh, nothing. We don't do anything else with her. He's just apologizing oh. to her. You just have to kind of assume that he's saying, I'm sorry, I can because he had said, like, you know, I'm not going to pursue you. You're going to have to ask me out. So I assumed based on where everything was going emotionally that he was saying, sorry, don't wait for me no more type of thing. Um, but then he's going home like the I thought high she school asked him out. No, she didn't. Well, I, I don't know. She asked him out just... for the meet. Oh, uh, yeah, but that was just an after work get together thing. That wasn't a date. So they were just eating meat. Mm. <laughs> and you were just gone and eating meat <laughs> with a co worker, Lindsay. Well, that sounds like a date. <laughs> ah, this is a. This is like, you could tell this is a very like after work, like we're just getting food and stuff because they all, like, later on, they all go there too. So it's not like a, it's more of just like an after work hangout spot, but whatever. Anyway. Um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, no, I can't go tonight. I got to I promised a, a other high school girl that I'm now befriended with who uh, stopped dressing like a gal and went back to her natural hair color that they show for like two seconds. He's like, I promise I'd read her stupid book or whatever. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. And then he's walking and then there she is. She's sitting in the same spot that they met in. And uh it's it's fantastic because he cries like he just cries and uh, then he kind of collects himself and comes over and he does his line of like, hey, what are you doing out here? You shouldn't be sitting out here. <laughs> and then she's just like, uh, he's like, you should head home. And she's just like, well, I have a home, but it's actually really far away. Do you mind if I, I stay at your place tonight, mister? And then that's like where it leaves and stuff. And there's another really good scene when he gets back to his apartment for the first time after dropping her off. And uh, he like reads her cookbook and stuff and she leaves a, sh- a shirt with her scent. And he's like, this is, smells like my detergent. <laughs> so and you're just like, ah, he's like shooting down everything. But then he goes to make uh, miso soup by himself and he starts to cry because he's like, this is awful. <laughs> so because that was the thing that she always made him. Uh, that he really liked. So, and it was good. And it just leaves it at that. It's just like, you know, it's been two years. She's back. They never didn't make any agree- agreements or arrangements. Cause he even says, you know, like, don't, don't make promises of like us getting back together, to, you know, when you're older or anything, because you should go just see what life has to offer you. Cause you are still a child and there's a world you have not experienced that you should see before you just commit to being you know coming back to so does he like 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 her like he wants her to grow up and then come back and date he won't say it but yeah that's it's heavily alluded to and stuff so he's uh, not into kids he's not into kids but he's into her she's and he's not into her until she's not a kid and once she hits legal, then he's just like, (laughs) well after she gets out of high school because technically she's probably legal in high school but (laughs) <laughs> but it was, I mean it was good I enjoyed it so and it seemed like uh, that was the end it was just like you know use your imagination do they you know get together or whatever who knows so 
But yeah, just I mean, him tearing up at the end was like it was just perfect because it was just like it was almost like it felt like he had been holding back all those emotions for like two years. And then seeing her, he just like lost his shit. So it was like, oh, so I would give it. um, hmm. I mean, it's not it's not trashy trash. It was it could have been trashier, I feel like. (laughs) Yes. No, a lot trashier. I will give it seven. Look at me, I'm a ladies out of seven. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Okay. So back to your warm blanket that I keep throwing smut on. I'm just like, no, smutty. That's smut on there. I know my cozy blanket is getting less and less cozy. I'm yeah. going through my cozy shows. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, well, let's let's do Zombie Land Saga Revenge. All right. Um, I really lost interest in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes second seasons are not a good thing. Yeah, and I think I know why I don't like idol shows. Because I just don't like idol shows. And this was getting away from the zombiness. Hmm. And going more towards idly. And I was just like, ah, I've seen all this before. We've been there. We've done that. Um, They had a few spotlight episodes. Like the the 80s gangster zombie um, connected with a radio personality that she liked in her time and had like a massive crush on and now he's an old guy and he had the most ridiculously long pompadour that went it was like the length of a car hood (laughs) and it was like straight in the 80s or as an old man in the 80s. Oh, as an old man, it was not as straight, and it kind of flopped in front of mm. his face. Excellent. <laughs> All right, that's fine, as long as there's some consistency there. Um, but she did, um, he was going to retire, and she's like, no, you can't retire, Saga needs you. And, of course, he ends up leaving his show to the zombie girls, not knowing they're zombies. But she does... Um, run out to as he's leaving she's like i just you know you've you've meant the world to me and i love you and he's like grow up to be a fine young woman someday and then come say hi (laughs) and then she's like really sad because she goes that's never going to happen it's not gonna happen because you're super old (laughs) i'm a zombie and you're super old like you look like you're ready to die now like and then they had a, a lot of like age <laughs> problems in our animes this time, Lindsay. There, yeah, there is. Um, the the childhood actress uh, zombie decides she wants to uh, go out on not go out on her own, but just uh, do a solo performance to bring more publicity to them. Mm-hmm. And so she um, she goes on some like America's Got Talent show or something. And there's a child prodigy actor on it as well who's 
like a total asshole. He acts like he's like a, the wonderful, sweet, cute kid, but then behind the scenes, he's just like yeah. awful to everybody. He's like now yeah. morph into a fifteen-year-old <laughs> narcissist. And he steals her song, her final song. So she has to um, do some quick thinking, and she does a really horrible, um, like. What is it when they're just, uh, is it scat? When they're like, yes, so she does that to the same song. She makes some, and it's, it's awful, but apparently they like, it resonates with the children and like, so it gets super popular, but she still loses the contest. And the kid wins, and the kid's super upset, and he's like, you know, even though I won, I feel like I've lost, you know, clearly you were the better person, and um, she was like, hey, you grow up and you follow your dreams, because I can't. (laughs) This is all I have, so. I mean, it was kind of stuff like that. Everyone got, and I was really (laughs) like. It's a bunch of like vampire type storylines. Yeah. They can't grow up to. Yes. I'm always going to be like this. But then we get to the courtesan's backstory finally. And she never got a spotlight episode in season one. Uh And all of a sudden this show is cool. (laughs) It was all back in like the little samurai era. And she was a legendary courtesan and a retired samurai bought her freedom and took her to Saga and then he died. So she was just kind of trying to make a life for herself in this new place where she didn't know anybody. And she befriends this kid who wants to save Saga because, like, the military is taking it over. And there's, like, a lot of... um, He... He... He tries to just unify the people, but they end up um, mili- militarizing. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he's like, that wasn't the direction I meant to go. Um, so then it turns out his best friend was a secret assassin um, who was working for the Shogun. And he's like, this is why I kept telling you to give up on this dream and to stop riling people up because now I have to kill everybody because, you know, the Shogun wants this rebellion squashed before it gets out of hand. So he's like, uh, everybody, can't you just kill me? I'm kind of the leader. <laughs> I mean, it seems like they might just disperse. No, they kind of, no, he wasn't the leader. They were like, yeah, he, he was a great idea, but we're just we're going to take over. It's our idea now. His ideas kind of <laughs> sucked. We ampl- We amplified it. <laughs> So yeah, they kind of like they left them behind. No more. He's just like, oh, I'm right, right here. I don't even know why you're yelling that. But. Um, and the courtesan ended up having like a friendship with both of them, you know. And so she was like, I didn't want it to come to this. So she helps. She helps the the kid escape, and she ends up dueling the secret assassin friend. And she actually had a sword in her mandolin the whole time, which was cool. Um, and she, huh? Is that a musical instrument? It is, yes, yes. It was one of her courtesan skills to entertain with, like, a little, that little guitar that they pluck, you know? Yeah, that's like, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just, like, old samurai shit, but, yeah. <laughs> they love to put um, the sword I'm like, that would fuck up the entire sound of that instrument, but whatever. 
Yeah, it kind of broke the instrument apart when she pulled the handle and the sword came out. I'll buy another <laughs> well, one. Stop playing that again. Mm, yeah. um, but she she fights the friend and does end up killing the friend. Um, and so she tells the kid, you know, hey, go off. You know, I've I've got some contacts where I came from. They'll keep you safe from the government. I'm going to take the heat for this mass killing. And uh, so they arrest her and behead her. Oh, nice. Yeah. She didn't uh, say, go grow up for me because I can't. Yeah. Well, this is before. Or she does she? <laughs> well, then. Uh. Then. Because I'm like, going, yeah, so this, I'm more interested in this. Give me this. And then Zombieland Saga decides she's all of a sudden she's like some weird witch doctor too. And she gives the kid's grandpa um, special medicine, which I guess turns him into a zombie because he like has like a weird death. And then he's alive and he's the owner of the damn bar that the sunglasses guy goes to all the time. And he's got like the picture of, of the courtesan and the two guys. Like mm-hmm. the old timey picture in his bar of them, and I'm like, you know, I would have rather this just been a descendant, you know, but yeah, that would have been so much better. This this might be like a season one question that I don't remember, but um, how did they become zombies again? Like, how did he reanimate their corpses so they weren't like horribly ugly oh, and disfigured? Yes, they did address it. They said, rotted. you know, normal zombie stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't really an answer. Lindsay, I'm gonna need a little more detail. That's all the answer I have. What the fuck does that mean? Normal zombie stuff. I don't know how you take like, a no. thousand-year corpse and make it not disgusting and pretty. <laughs> well, he does apply makeup. He's he's the makeup artist, and they can't they, do their own makeup they as don't well. Have, they wouldn't have any fucking skin. They would be just a pile of bones. How do you reanimate yeah. bones to be a They're zombie? Zombies. <laughs> But they do need makeup, otherwise they look, they have, like, the sunken eyes and, like, their scars and stuff. Okay. How so, did, so that, did they, no, no, hold on. Did she live like a zombie for, like, all this time? No, he just them? brought her back, I guess, recently. Because it's, like, I'm thinking this uh, Kotaro, the guy with the glasses, mm-hmm. is uh, a descendant of the kid that the courtesan saved. But they never explicitly say that. Maybe in season three. I, oh gosh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so then we go back to the stupid idol stuff. There's some curse on Saga where, like, their house gets washed away, the village floods, um, people have to evacuate to a mall, uh, the zombies lose their house, so they don't have it, they only have the makeup they're wearing. And so they go and they they start like entertaining the people to keep their spirits up and just crap like that. But their makeup starts uh, cracking and flaking. They had a couple funny um, scenes of them trying to hide it. But of course, uh, during one of their performances, they're like, okay, are we ready? And they turn around and everything just, they had like these little crafted face masks they made. Mm-hmm. They just crumble and fall off. 
<laughs> and then they, they all scream because it's like they're zombies. But the kids are like, you're not zombies. And they're like, we are zombies. And they're like, no, you're not. Zombies are scary and mean. You guys are awesome. So they're like, oh, they accept us for who we are. Not really. They didn't get it. But okay. First yeah, they, they didn't get it. No. So then um, Glasses guy's like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna save Saga. And to end this curse, we have to perform like the best concert ever in the biggest mm. venue. And it's like a whole episode of the whole community coming together and them doing this epic concert, which went on a little long. So that's I what think- people want during a disaster. Pre-concert. Yes. Free concert. <laughs> Break the curse. Raise your spirits. Free concert. Uh, and they, uh, they did like three songs, Dustin. Ugh. Like three whole entire idol dance songs with glow sticks and shit. And I'm just like, this is oh a little. Long. And then it's credits. And I'm like, okay. And then after the credits. <laughs> of course. Independence Day, there's like, you're a top down and this giant spaceship enters the frame and then all of a sudden it's Independence Day with the beam of light exploding and that's the real ending. So I don't know what the hell's going on with this show. Making the earth explode or? or I don't know. I don't know if it was the stadium. I don't know if it was Saga, the world. Just Japan? I don't know. They were not... All they showed was this beam and then a blinding white light. Huh. They were just like, we're really tired of this idea. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I don't... I don't understand you guys. (laughs) So, the show definitely had lost a little bit of its sparkle for me. I can say I 100% enjoyed the whole samurai courtesan storyline. And we got two episodes. It was a two-parter. But otherwise, I was kind of like, I'm over this. The first one was cute. But then it was like, okay, this is all just the same thing all over again. Yeah, it just seemed like a formula of wear thin, you know, even on the first season. So... Yeah, it's it's lost. Good on paper. (laughs) Yeah, I think it probably would have been a fine um, one season thing to combine combine them. But I, yeah, I I think I would say um, five zombie puppies out of ten. I mean, that it was annoying in general that you said that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Too high or zombie puppies? <laughs> the, both. <laughs> I was like, no, that was a pretty high number. <laughs> ah, that's like 50%. It wasn't unwatchable, but it was not as fun as the first one. I see. Yeah. And I what? don't know what they're trying to do. I, I mean... Blow up the earth, apparently? I guess so, yeah. That's what every good zombie story needs, is some aliens. (laughs) No. 
No, it doesn't. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Gloomy the Naughty Grizzly? <laughs> Just for a minute. <laughs> That's all it'll take. Every episode, this bear beats this boy relentlessly, no matter what. The end. Oh, Dustin, this boy's name is Pity. I pity him. <laughs> I pity I Pity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the first episode, I was like, ha-ha, bear, bear beat him up. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, the bear's just going to beat him up the Basically the same way, constantly. Yeah, it's just, how can we incite the bear's riot? Oh, with anything and everything? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh... Thank God it was a short, you know? That's the only reason I watched it is because it was a minute. All 12 episodes were like 12 minutes of my life total. Exactly, yeah. I would give it... One raging Kuma out of ten. <laughs> I'd give it now twelve. No, actually, you know what? One um, gingerbread man with pomegranate um, sauce. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a thing. It was. It was episode two. No, I mean, like in you real did... life. I don't think anyone's oh. making that. You know. No. But that, I guess, is how the bear was like, wait a minute, I need to make Pity look like this gingerbread person, so I'm going to bash his head so he has a a bleeding wound. Yep. It was was whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I'll wrap up Burning Kabaddi real quick here. Yep, comedy, 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 comedy. <laughs> uh, basically, the uh, they win. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's really all there is to say. Were they playing an official match? No, it's still a practice match. Then you know, it's it's like, ooh, next season, the tournament, get fired so up. Whole season's just been practice. It's been practice and forming our team. You know. Does uh, does he know all the rules? I think we might know n- most of the rules. Maybe <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not gonna commit to that, Lindsay. I mean, like, there's a disclaimer that says like this isn't based on real people. Uh, <laughs> and basically, it just because it came across like we're being real loosey goosey with the, the the sport, okay? Like, get off our backs if everything's not accurate. Ah, uh. but yeah, just the um, uh, Yogi is pushed to his limits, and actually, end up he ends up winning the game and beating the other guy. That's becoming a try. The other guy's trying to copy their their captain and copy his style and everything. And they even do like a little uh, flash where he has the same, like all black red demon eyes. And, but whereas the Yogi guy is trying to do his own thing and surpass him. And so he, uh, yeah, he's on his way. And that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much fucking it. That's it. And like the redhead thug guy on their, on the, you know, the team we're following, he, um, 
finally like overcomes his like uselessness or feelings of being useless in a match and uh makes a makes a stop on the uh other guy's ace or other team's ace and uh they win like by like two points or some shit and that's it you know they just win it was it was rewarding it was good is exactly what i thought was going to happen and it's not a real match so i'm just like i don't know whatever and they're just like there's more monsters out there to slay <laughs> i'm like all right <laughs> Is whatever is so. there a season two? Uh, I mean, I don't know if there is, but there's there's definitely enough material for a season two. Like, especially if we get into this tournament, like a tournament. Oh my god, the way this show goes, uh, <laughs> like one season could just be one fucking team. I feel like so. <laughs> it's not. It's not trying to move quickly, so. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was enjoyable. It was, it was like easy to watch. I mean, of all the sports ones I saw, it's the only one I went back to. So even if I still even if I wouldn't play this game because I feel like it wouldn't be as rewarding to actually play. Like I'd play it and be like, this is a bit disappointing and I'm only going to commit to one day and then I'm out. So <laughs> um, I would give it. Uh, still go seven. Um, burning gonorrhea's at. <laughs> we put burning in front of anything. That's real. I really think more of like this is an STD. So like a burning cavity. It sounds like, oh, it's not good. You get that looked at by a doctor. Like, right uh, like which one had gonorrhea? <laughs> All of them, So, but I won't bore anyone with more details on that because there's really there really isn't anything else to say. It's like they they win, they do more stuff. It's a sports anime, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess I am gonna finish up. Let's make a mug too. Are you now? <laughs> Possibly. I don't. Okay. The last two episodes that I watched apparently were the four voice actresses making curry in their painted ceramic bowls. Like showing them in real life? Yes. Yep. And they had those little clear face masks on, you know, so I know it was. Oh. At least during the pandemic. That they They're like, we're that. trying to be safe, finally. <laughs> so, um, And they, they were split into teams of two, and they were cooking curry. And one team did not know how to cook curry, and they were just throwing whatever in the pot. I'm a successful voice actor. Do you think I fucking cook curry? No, I fucking voice act someone who's cooking curry. And the way they handled knives cutting vegetables made me really nervous. They were like, someone show them the kitty paw thing. And they were like, nope, we're going to lose like, a finger. Oh, my God. Because they were, you know, those, what, those like giant radishes. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is going to roll the way you're holding that. You are going to cut your finger off. <laughs> this is, like, why is find out stopping now. these girls? And these knives were enormous. But so um, I don't exactly know how the show ends. Um, 
up until the weird curry episodes um there I mean, was the some curry story... episode is now my new favorite episode <laughs> okay you might get a watch out of me <laughs> they um they were having a ceramics contest i guess some some company that makes like a lot of plates and stuff was like we're having our annual contest so of course that's the thing that happens <laughs> yes so everyone had to mix and the theme is Something, something for your home. So she's like, "What is?" <laughs> well, what do you think this girl decides to make? Probably a mug. No. A plate. Not a mug. A bowl. No. No. Uh, a fork. Nope. Dustin, you're thinking things you can eat on. Uh, a samurai helmet. Nope. Nope. Motorcycle. It's, it's something everybody should have. Napkin holder, ashtray. <laughs> How have I not said it by now? You, you'll know. You never will. You a never will. Because uh, it was. Hold on, I want to keep going. Stupidest idea. <laughs> bathroom mat. Uh, <laughs> you're getting. Honestly, you're a little closer with bathroom mat. Ooh, bathroom. Okay. Uh, toilet plunger. Um, no, cold. <laughs> all right, all right, that. Bathroom mat, uh, living room rug, uh, placemat. Okay, closer. All right, all right, placemat. A doily, a doily thing, oh. but ceramic. Closer, hey. but um, I think I, I'm something out. that you might sit on. Oh, a, a cushion, a floor yes! cushion. Yes! At a, a ceramic. Cushion. Yes! Sounds yes. lovely for my anus. Yeah, I definitely want to have like a bruised or sore butt after sitting on that. Yes, she has decided she's going to make a ceramic cushion. <laughs> so is she kicked out of the class or <laughs> no? The they club take or something? their like the the senpai is like okay. Well, let's think about how you can do this let's make some tests and so i mean she's like, like oh fuck that i'm going all in <laughs> she, so she makes several and like one is like a it's like a clay pillow and she punches butt impressions in it she goes there now it'll be comfortable and i'm like you know you're gonna fire that right like, so no. she does, and then she has her friend sit on them to test them. And of course, her friend sits on the butt pillow one, and it shatters. And I'm like, that girl has pottery up her yoo-hoo. That poor girl. Oh, I thought you were going to say she has rock-solid ass, but... <laughs> you say she's got ceramic up her pooper or her uh, vajayjay? I said yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> All up in you that. You can take it from there. <laughs> Just cut right through her underwear and was just like, I'm up in here. You better see like, a doctor that... quick. Yeah. I'm like... I mean, how how did she sit down on it? Like a full commit or like Yes. Yep. Nope. Wow. Full commit. And it just it cracked and shattered and they're like, Oh, I guess that's not working. Oh my like, oh, god, you guys are so dumb. Dumb fucking idea is not working. Aw. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> Somehow, oh, she's braiding her friend's hair. And she goes, that's it. I will take pottery strands. A scrunchie. <laughs> and braid it with um, a piece of, I don't know, paper. 
and curl it into a braided cushion. And then when I fire it, the paper will dissolve and I will thread a soft ribbon through it. And that will make it comfortable. A soft ribbon. Yeah. In like braided. a ribbon that goes in hairs and around gifts. That type um, of it looked like maybe it was like a soft rope. It, it, was, it, was def- it was round. It was definitely. <laughs> a, a soft, round rope ribbon. Yes. Got a lot of R's it, going on. There. It was thick. <laughs> a thick, a soft, thick, round rope ribbon to sit on yes. in your ceramic <laughs> pillow. Yes. Available and now Dustin, for $29.99. We had to have a whole fucking episode on her picking the color. And trying to of the ribbon or the cushion of the glaze. I'm sorry to glaze the cushion. Oh my god. Yeah, and trying to get this shimmery effect just right. Okay, let me guess the color. White. No. Red. No. Blue. Kinda. Royal remember, blue. remember her mom's um, sculpture no. of the wind. <laughs> No, I certainly do not remember that <laughs> bullshit. Build a town around this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a, a shimmery, <laughs> a shimmery blue green color, and that's the color she decided to go with. And that's actually where the curry episodes come in. So I'm assuming she wins a prize at the pottery contest for her innovative ceramic cushion um but i'm not sure that last episode <laughs> and i'm sorry i let this podcast down because i need to know how this fucking shit ends because it's possibly the dumbest thing i've ever heard uh, i feel bad for Lindsay having watched it and telling people about it like <laughs> I can only imagine her face is super red saying dumb shit. <laughs> Ceramic pillow. Yes. The whole episode where she's brainstorming what to use. And she thinks of it um, because her dad is like, I don't know, busy ignoring her. And so she's sitting on a cushion in the sun. God, it is my dead wife. God, what are you doing here still? Graduate and leave already. <laughs> Fuck, man, we have so many mugs. So many mugs. <laughs> she lays, lays down on his empty cushion because she gets tired of waiting for him, and it's hot from the sun. So if only so she were able to make hotter. a ceramic one that stayed cool. I don't think that's how ceramics work. I think I if ceramics think. get hot, they stay hot. That's Yeah. How my mugs, my ceramic mugs have always worked. They don't just go, oh, now this liquid's cold. (laughs) Why'd you put hot coffee in here? It's cold now, buddy. (laughs) So I really want to know how um, former hot dad reacts to the cushion. He's like, this cushion's shit, and you're a shit daughter, and I fucking hate you. He faked his his happiness about her crappy bowl. (laughs) He's like, I just want to say thank you for riding your mother's coattails as much as possible. Like, definitely don't go find and do your own thing. Just ride those fucking coattails. Okay. 
Now, if you'll excuse me, I have an appointment to talk to your mother about how fucking disappointed I am with you. Your grandma's finishing because she's she had a lot. She had a long list of disappointments about you. So, fucking don't put your head on my empty cushion while I'm gone. Okay? I don't want you to come up with any other brain busters, okay? Like fucking ceramic bottle dad farts or some whatever you dumb kids think of these days. <laughs> this um, <kid> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the curry episode. What type of curry were they making? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one kind of looked like curry and had like. Did they oh, like it or were they like, ooh? Yeah, well, they say they did, but. They were like, like, we like, they like everything. Like they were like, oh, camp. this is good. <laughs> and then they made it in their little bowls and they had decorated all their bowls and fired them. And yeah. They eat in the bowl first or after it's fired? After. Okay. Yeah. Like, so they, they had this little unwrapping thing where they're like, oh, we got him back from the. God, uh, they really made them commit to the stupid show. Yeah, they really did. Like, you're going to have to make fucking ceramic bowls. And they were like, can I make the ceramic cushion? They're like, listen, it's stupid. We know <laughs> that's where the ending is going, though. Just make the fucking bowl and move on, Margaret. She's like, it's not my name. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Let's see. I don't know. I, this The show has been good for a laugh for counting it with you. But I wouldn't watch it again knowing what I know. Um, so I think I would give it maybe two bowls of hot dad curry out of ten. Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Inadvertently disgusting and hilarious. Get that hot dad bowl of curry for you. I am going to send this right back to the kitchen. Why they keep sending my hot dad bowl of curry back to the kitchen? It's just normal curry. What's that stuff on top? Normal curry. I don't believe you. I meant that that hot dad made the curry. I understand what you. I understand what you meant, and that's why I said inadvertently disgusting and hilarious. Disgustingly good. Curry. That's <laughs> what they say. I don't know what that man puts in that curry, but whew, I'll be back tomorrow. Can't get enough. We, we may have a quick, quick follow-up if, if something crazy oh, happens. We will have a follow-up regardless. I need to know if she wins or not. <laughs> No, she loses to her mother. Faked her own death. <laughs> we got this late entry. It was mailed, uh, looks like, 15 years ago. It's just the fucking bowl. But it's the big and the most beautiful bowl we've ever seen. We're going to mass produce it. It's going to be in every store. We also got this cushion that we're going to throw out. We're going to watch it fucking shatter into tiny fucking pieces, and we might even run over it a few times. Might even pop a fucking tire. We don't even give a fuck. We're willing to do that just to make sure it doesn't exist. <laughs> they were going to find the person that submitted it and beat them to death. So they can never do it again. 
How many stars did you give it? I, I mean, how many uh, hot dad bowls hot, bowls of hot dad curry? <laughs> that is so disgusting. Oh, or a hot dad bowl of curry. <laughs> just comes out of the shirt off real, no pants, just an apron. He's real sweaty. He's like, you guys got to stop ordering. I'm running out of supplies back there. I'm going to have to hire some part-time help for this. <laughs> Hey, you're young. You want a job here? The guy's like, no, I just want to eat my hot dad bowl of curry. He's just like, come on, kid. You're raring to go. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> just sits with his back with like three black lines. Like anyway. But like, seriously, how many hot dad bowls of curry did you give it? <laughs> Two? Two. He's like, what? And <laughs> the second bowl is because of conversations like this. <laughs> it makes it me remember the show more fondly than I actually should. <laughs> that is, that is, thank you. I'll, I'll eat that bowl of hot dad curry. <laughs> oh, man. The dad was the best character, even though the show wasn't even about him. His struggling ceramic business <laughs> slash Michelin star fucking curry restaurant. <laughs> A coffee curry restaurant. That <laughs> also serves beer. <laughs> also serves beer. And sells mugs and has a thriving gift shop. You know? We don't sell the mugs. You can order yeah. coffee and drink out of it, but you can't take it home. Your curry. We eat them for all the customers. I don't have a good palate, but, you know, beer, <laughs> curry, coffee, <laughs> semen. Seems all good. Well, Lindsay, we all never want to make a ceramic mug in our life now, but thank you for that. <laughs> what about I a cushion? See, I, yeah, I see an upswing on ceramic cushions. I think people are just going to do it out of spite now. <laughs> and pottery places are going to be like, fuck you. No. <laughs> but I'm going to hotshot book a couple of them because there's not a lot to say about these. And it's how not to summon a demon lord season oh. two. I, don't even, I think I I want to say I possibly wrapped this already because it was only 10 episodes. It like ended way early. And like not a lot really. Okay, last I remember you talking about it, there was like that disease that they had to keep checking the thighs because like oh, numbers yeah. changed. <laughs> Only women seem to get the disease. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, and well, they, they just end up... saved that. I think they just saved. Oh, I think priestess. I. Yeah, they, well, they saved her and they went back. And so now they're going back to the priestess's city. Where the death cult lady is taking care of them. And then they end up. It's really dumb. So he ends up like. <laughs> really? Breaking character. And like just doing whatever the dumb priestess lady wants. Um, <clears throat> the rabbit girl. <laughs> she takes the holy grail. This is great Lindsay. Uh, she takes the holy grail. And then she can see this Holy Grail, like this little, like, legit, just like 
AI Japanese character with like green hair, just looks like a teenage girl, pops out of it and starts talking to her. It's the dumbest, most off-putting thing because it doesn't match anything else in this anime. And it's just like, I'll give you power since you uh, you gave a blood sacrifice to me. And she's like, what? And it flashes back and she peed in it. She peed in uh, the Holy Grail. Why did she pee in the Holy Grail? She had to go and she asked if there was a toilet in the dungeon and the robo-maid said, no. Why would my master keep such a vile thing with his treasure? So she peed in the Holy Grail, and she wondered where the pee went. Well, the AI robot drank that pee as a blood sacrifice. And I was like, was she on her cycle or something when she took this piss or something? I'm very confused by that. So she's bonded with this cup now. (laughs) They're storming the uh, religious uh, cult people's place. They all get captured. The bunny girl runs away. She uses the uh, so the power that the cup grants her is ultimate cuteness. So as long as she acts cute and says everything in a cute voice, people will do whatever they say or whatever she's saying. Like, they'll answer any question or whatever. And that gimmick, thankfully, is only used once because it wears thin quick, (laughs) very quick. And then, uh, so then they decide to, like, bust out, and he puts on this whole production thing. He's going to wipe out the church, and thinking that the uh, priestess chick will be like, no, don't do that. And said she's just like, we accept your judgment, God. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, this isn't going how I expected. The crazy guy running the church comes out in some giant monster beast thing. They fight. They win. The priestess stays behind. The rabbit chick stays behind to go to school and become more useful to the team or something. She keeps the cup. She's still the only person that can see the AI, I think, I guess. I don't know. And then they just, like, head back to the city. And uh, we just kind of go through and check in with all the characters. And then, um, oh, and I think both of... uh, Oh, the two main chicks want to have a take a bath with him, and that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm gonna give it. Oh, and the maid gets destroyed and rebuilt. Did I talk about how he charges her up? I think I did. <laughs> pretty sure. No, I just I think you only have said she has the best maid costume ever. No, she does. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> so she needs to be recharged. And he has to put his fingers in these sockets in the back of her and, like, send some magic in there. And so, you know, obviously she's got to press up against, like, the fireplace and arc her back. And it's very sexual. And he has to, like, not have a shirt on. So he has to make her orgasm to charge her (laughs) battery. By inserting his fingers. Yeah, oh yeah, deeply into the <laughs> sockets. And they come out with a, like a little bit of juices on them. Oh, like, God, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the hell kind of sockets? Hey, man, don't summon a demon lord, okay? <laughs> so I would give it 7 out of 10 best made outfits ever. So. <laughs> Best made ever, really, you know? <laughs> Just gonna say that. If, I, if I'm 
picking a maid from an anime to join me on an adventure. It's her. It's her. Yeah, so. then you gotta constantly charge her. And? That <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. Did not. <laughs> it's not work when you love what you're doing, Lindsay. <laughs> you gotta get a fireplace. <laughs> I know, that was just scenery. That was just back. That was atmosphere for the first time. So, pretty sure you can do it in a shower, uh, on the road, <laughs> anywhere really, probably. Private's probably better, but you know, whatever. Uh, so that's that one, and then let's see what else can I. Don't toy with me, Mrs. Nagatoro. Oh, I... okay. So this uh, inevitably they they introduce some sort of conflict at the end where uh, suddenly it's an art club. We remember that it's an art club because he's been the only person in art club for the whole school year. Two school years, actually, I think. And uh, the president shows up and is like, I hear you've been just having giggling girls in here. Meanwhile, there was giggling girls in there and they just kind of took over his club room. Um Nagatoro and all her friends, that is. Okay, so the president of the school or the art club? Art club. Art the club. art club that he's the only member of, wouldn't he be the president? Yes. Yeah. And you know that chick in that gambling show, Lindsay? Oh, the crazy? crazy yeah, one? the one the yeah, lead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she kind of looks exactly like her. So oh. huge boobs, too. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's just like, hey, I'm going to shut down the art club because you're not taking art seriously. And but he's like, she's not showing up for art club either till now. So she's not. Taking she's graduating. She don't got time for day to day bullshit. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. They don't explain that. Um, <laughs> but so then Nagatoro comes out and she's like, no, you can't do that. He's the only one doing taking this seriously. Where the fuck have you been? You failed as a president. And she's like, fine, we'll do competing art exhibits. If your exhibit does better than mine, art club stays open. If it does worse, goodbye. And uh, so then Wait, he has Nagatoro a... Nagatoro or the kid? No, the kid, the guy. Oh, okay. Um, senpai. Okay. Let's call him that because that's easier. So um, he's just like, well, I may as well just close the fucking art club because she's going to win. And they're like, why? And so he's like, well, here's her piece from last year it's her buck naked it's a self-portrait uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like i i'm not gonna fucking top that and so nagatoro and originally nagatoro was like i'll pose i'll be your model for you and he struggles with that in general uh for obvious crush reasons but then also just because she's her a bully and uh and then all her friends are like, oh, I don't think you can compete with that. You know, like, because she's not as uh, voluminous in the areas in which the president mm -hmm. is voluminous in, i.e., the butt and boobs. Mm -hmm. So, and then uh, he attempts to draw her, but they're all turning out terrible. And so then they have like this little falling out, but then he goes and he like, chases after her and says you know how he feels that he wants her to be the model but he doesn't want to do any like lewd shit he just wants to capture her and like her day-to-day -day. and it's like kind of cute and everything and so then the, the exhibit comes and the president's uh picture is her 
uh, wearing a white button-up shirt, unbuttoned, uh, naked on a chair and with her legs crossed. So, you know, it's it's tasteful. It's tasteful. Um, <laughs> his is just a day with Nagatora, or Nagatoro, uh, I should say. And uh, it's funny because then they, her and her friends are, like, helping him. And so they devise this plan of um, doing these Toro cats, a play off her name, and because he keeps drawing her as, like, a anime cat character. Um, and so they put the friends in these ridiculous but awesome cat costumes. She's <laughs> wearing her, like, cheerleader cat hybrid costume that she got made uh, to model for him. And then she's, like, teasing guys and stuff, and they're, like, selling keychains and everything. Of and her in a from... cat suit? No, just of the, the ugly, like, weird cats. It's, oh. I don't know. They're they're cute but ugly. Um <laughs> It's like a bean. If a bean was a cat, like that's think of that. But it's funny. It just it works. Like I would buy one. Um, but then so as she's like teasing the guys the same way that she teases him, he starts to get jealous. But then all these other girls come up and like, wow, you're really good at art. You should teach me. And then she gets jealous. And you're just like, oh, they're stupid. Um, and then the president's art exhibit gets pulled because it's indecent. I.e. she's naked <laughs> wearing a shirt on a throne chair like <laughs> but then he goes and defends it saying like you know it's art it's you know that's the point of art blah 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 uh, they're determined to be the winner and then the president has to sell the remaining keychains dressed as a bunny girl and then she gets into that like she's like this is unlocking new creative juices and it's like oh, it, gosh. And then it ends with him kind of saying something really sweet and, and nice towards her, like very uh, earnest and open without realizing it. And uh, that's just kind of where it ends. So of her, like just them both blushing because it was just like unexpected and, uh, and sweet and sincere. So, and it's a, uh, it's just, man, that first episode though, it's just so hard to forget how hor like she was just soaking up the tears of yeah you were really put off by her but that's the thing is i knew this is where it was gonna go it was gonna go the teasing master route where they're gonna realize they love each other and you can do it faster because they're in high school but it was just like yeah i don't know it's just there's a lot of not good things in the beginning that's for sure and it's it's very like I love one of her friends because one of her friends totally knows that she's in love with him and he's in love with her. And so she whenever they say something that's like the opposite of how they actually feel, she'll just kind of call them out on it subtly. And uh, I thought that was what really kind of saved the show was having that dynamic. So. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's good. Like the animation's good. If it came back for a second season, they better just like slingshot them to the future at the end of that shit because it's going to get old real quick so I, I really don't know what else you could do other than just keep doing the same thing which for some people might be really enjoyable but i i get like a zombie land saga vibe of <laughs> uh, you come back yeah. for more of this it might not be that good you know yeah like not everything's teaching master like we're <laughs> you know life-changing um <laughs> So I would give this uh, probably like, I don't know. I mean, it, there's some really good episodes. So I'd go seven 
uh, Nagatoro's tan lines out of ten. So. <laughs> Man, they lot, they made sure she had tan lines. <laughs> Did you rate Demon Lord too? Oh, uh, yeah, I said maid thing or something. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Okay, see that. I already forgot about it. Oh, sorry. Well, great, very memorable. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember the other one. I was gonna. Oh, and then briefly, just for the sake of saying I I at least looked at it, because I'm sure some people were curious, S-S-S-S Dinozeon, I have watched about half of it. Oh, is that the Gridman sequel? Kind of. It's not. It is and it isn't. It's almost like they were just kind of wanting to cover other areas of that genre and then found a different but similar way of doing it and it's it's very trigger like have you, <laughs> have you watched anything by trigger did you watch gridman it's pretty much just like hey remember how you were interested in gridman be prepared not to be interested no more all right <laughs> so that's that's it that's my oh. review yeah, <laughs> it's just not very good. It's just yeah, it's so far at least uh, to me. Are you gonna finish yeah. it? It's really easy to watch. Hmm. It's it's not riveting. It's not really engaging. Uh, so yeah, probably. I mean, there's a little bit of mystery, but it's like the kaiju battles. It's like they try to give this weight to it of like, oh man, real people are like dead, and we got there too late as heroes. We kind of we suck. We failed, and then they're just like. What a fall in love. <laughs> and I was like, how about you fucking deal with the human aspect of uh, people being crushed by giant fucking monsters? How about that? Nah, we got to fall in love. Like all of us. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. Except for the main guy, because he's weird and crazy. All right, that's fine. That's fair. No better time than the present. So, yeah. I mean, just it looks good, but it's just kind of dumb it's just not very it's like i don't know it's like that whole like power rangers type morphing like they're really focused on doing that and being like here's our commentary about that genre and how that shaped us as people and i was wait, like ah. they, oh wait you haven't finished i was gonna ask you if they went into space <laughs> oh god i hope so I hope, <laughs> I hope we just wake up in some girl's apartment and be like look she was in the real world <laughs> They're all dead, but she's alive. <laughs> she's real. Oh, it's so meta. <laughs> but like, really, one of you perverts filmed your girlfriend, slapped it on the end of an episode, but whatever. So, <laughs> so that's uh, Dinazion. And an uncomfortable amount of S's before it. <laughs> if, if you forget one it just feels like should i be saying this so many times i don't know maybe not <laughs> is that your rating an uncomfortable amount of s's out of yes ten? Um, <laughs> out, of, out of four <laughs> <laughs> well i will tell you about an interesting one 
Please yeah. do. I'm not here for boring shit, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot more harsh than I wanted it to be. Though. Go ahead. All right, Joran, Princess of Snow and Blood. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm so glad you watched this. I watched the reverse cowgirl scene, by the way. It showed up on my Tumblr feed, and I was like, oh, yeah, get it, girl. She really is blocking the entrance. She was just like, yeah, right in front of the secret door. And they're like, could you move, like, now? Anyway, go ahead. Just want you to know that stayed with me forever. <laughs> Well, the show is interesting, and we get to, like, episode four, and we're already at the big bad. Oh, okay. And she kills him. Oh. I'm like, okay, she she kills the evil snake man. Um, she rescues her brother, who dies, you know, just as she's rescued him. He's like, I just, my body's quitting. <laughs> well, Too much trauma. They have the blue blood, you know, that lets them, like, morph with animals. And so this evil doctor guy was trying to turn into a snake, I guess. And so he was very slowly draining um, her brother of his blood, you know, enough not to kill him all at once. But he's very weak. But enough to kill him. Did he not know how blood worked where the body will make more (laughs) if you and then, like... You could just keep him alive a lot longer and get a lot more blood if you let him <laughs> well, make more. He'd been alive for right. a couple of years, I think. Actually, it still seems, if, he, if he was that on the like the knife's edge, though, I still question how mm. good he was at it. Maybe he just wasn't patient, you know. <laughs> well, uh, quick question. You said he wanted to become a snake. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to become a snake? Well, you know snake. what they no were one's like. You know what? Today, I'd like to be a snake. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> first of all, they were becoming beastmen, and his beast was, I guess, this giant yeah. snake that she snake is life on their fucking yeah. list of things to become from becoming an animal. That's <laughs> yeah, that's what he wanted. <laughs> the shittiest choice. Like you may as well, I want to be a daddy long legs. Okay, well, you're an idiot, <laughs> and you don't get to be one now. So. Yeah, it wasn't a great choice. And I think when he did turn into a giant snake, she basically, he like was what lunging at her with his snake head and she put her sword in his mouth and then just pretty much slit him all the way down. Knifed a butthole. (laughs) And then the tail. She's like, little detour about the pooper, gonna cut around it. Boop, 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 just so you remember me. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, so episode four, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I thought this was the whole point of the anime. Okay, I guess not. They're like, we have a lot of material to work with, okay? <laughs> we got the green light that we're uh, not getting a season two, so <laughs> <laughs> timelines were changed. <laughs> So then we watch her struggle with purpose. Uh, she doesn't have a purpose anymore because she's not, you know, living to avenge her clan. And that little girl that she adopted is trying to kill her. Because. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So the little girl's trying to kill her because. Oh, oh gosh. I'm going to call her Sawa. I think that's her name. 
Um, she, when she was working as an assassin, uh, killed the little girl's parents. Oh. I think Anahi. Yeah. Now, she murdered this girl's parents at the exact moment that they just um, pimped their little, what, five, six-year-old daughter out. Uh. Yeah. So, I think the timing was pretty good. Um, cause the guy had just come into the room and then all of a sudden saw us just like murdering people throughout the house and doesn't kill the little girl and says she like adopts her, you know? And so, but the, the daughter's like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. And Sawa used to say, you can't kill me till I kill the snake man. And... So finally, the little girl decides, you know what? I like her. My parents weren't great parents. They were always hitting me. And they... You know, now that I think about it, these bruises have finally healed up pretty nice. What the fuck was I thinking? I, I feel like I'm in a better place now with this assassin lady than I was with my parents. So, but... Assassin lady is still an assassin for the Shogun. And, uh... Can't get out of the life. Mm. Now, reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Tell me more about her. (laughs) Well, after some, they, they did, um, there's, she was just hanging out after sleeping with a guy, um, hanging out in the window and the camera's like almost between her thighs. (laughs) But I'm like, that's so to appreciate this. Well, what episode? Oh, she also tries to seduce their boss, and she's like, you want a piece of this? And he's like, no, you're disgusting. He's like, were you just fucking in the alleyway? (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm okay. I can go get clean pussy somewhere else. Thank you very much. Thank you, goodbye. (laughs) Reverse cowgirl finds herself in a situation. Is it like a reverse situation? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't resist. Uh, uh, so she's not gonna make a very good assassin for a while because she's gonna need some leave. <laughs> uh, okay, more details on that. Like, is she pregnant? She's like, I already like you know a year yeah. and a half off. Yeah. Oh no, she's she's pregnant. Now she has no idea who the dad is, but the last guy she was I... sleeping with was like, hey. Let's get married. I'll raise your baby. I don't know if it's mine, but I love you. Let's have a family. Jesus. And she's like, all right, this guy's a moron, but you know what? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I have nothing else to do on a Tuesday. No. So she, <laughs> she, so tells, shitty. <laughs> she tells the boss, hey, I want out. And he's like, all right, fine. He makes arrangements. She says her goodbyes. Next day, the hotel they were staying at before they got on the train burned down. Killing <laughs> And her? the two bodies were found inside. <laughs> yeah. So you don't leave the life. The life leaves you and I went, in a burnt building. Yes. And I went, okay, damn, show. You're, you're making some pretty weighty choices here. You I'm killed impressed. a baby. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like bored yet, or what? You know what? I'm not gonna bust out Roe versus Wade right now, but like, 
It could have been a baby. Schrodinger's <laughs> cat. You know what? Move on with the show. And you know how I mentioned there was like an aristocratic guy looking assassin who was part of the team? Yeah. Turns out that's a girl. And oh. that she is in love with Sawa. Oh. And that she just that wants well. Sawa to be free and live a life, right? Oh, so sweet. She Stupid helps sweet. <laughs> she helps the little girl poison Sawa to kill oh. her. <laughs> Free her. <laughs> but it's a special poison that will bring her back to life. It's a very Romeo and Juliet poison. So they have like All a whole burial for her. her butthole <laughs> after twelve hours and she'll just pop right back up. But she had to dig her grave up within a certain amount of time so she didn't run out of air. Um, but it all works out. So basically, they elaborately faked her death mm-hmm. so that Sawa and the little girl could go off to a peaceful village and live a peaceful life and not kill anyone anymore. Because she, the little girl, she's like, no, Sawa the assassin is dead. We buried her. You are, you are now else. Sawa the housewife. <laughs> Beat the linen. So, She's like, All right. they they go um, they go live in some shack in some mountains with just the saltiest landlady ever. She's always in such a bad mood. Oh man, did she get it across the eyes? No gun. No. <laughs> oh, it's too bad. Um, okay, okay, so they're living, they're living a peaceful life, right? Well, mm-hmm. lady disguised as the man just can't live without Saw and wants to know how she's doing. Uh. So she shows up and she's like, you're not the Sawa I fell in love with, you're soft. <laughs> so she turns into a cat woman with the biggest boobs you've ever seen. Okay, Horrible. well, first of all... <laughs> More on that in just a second. Second of all, what did she think retiring from the assassin's life would do to her? I know. Make her like a more hardened criminal somehow or something? (laughs) To to bring out the old Sawa. Big boobs and a cat. (laughs) Big breasted cat woman. What episode is that? What'd you say? (laughs) We might be on six or seven. Oh my God. Okay. We're we're really flying through this. I mean, not really. If we're only on six and seven, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I guess it's very dense. It feels like a lot happens. Yeah, I'll okay. Say. So to right, bring out to old big... Sawa, mm-hmm. yeah, she kills the, the little girl. Yep. Yeah, and I went again. God. Damn show. Wow. <laughs> You're really giving me a lot of John Wick vibes here, show. <laughs> but with like cat boobs, then that's fine. That's okay. And uh, Sawa is refusing to kill her still because she's like, no, that's what she wanted is for me not to kill. So then this giant bird. Oh, Sawa, thing... even I got to say you're soft. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, <laughs> this go ahead. Giant bird thing flies out of the sky and just rips a hole through the cat woman and then flies off. And Sawa, I think she's injured from her fight. She's going to die. And all of a sudden, her old boss shows up. 
and he knew where she was the whole time. He knew the whole plot to, you know, fake her death was was fake. And uh, he goes to great lengths to save her. He takes her to a cozy little beachside shack to nurse her back to hell. Because <laughs> that's he... where I want to be nursed back to hell, <laughs> on a beachside shack. There's some sand and uh, antibiotics. Enjoy. <laughs> um, it Is turns the sand out just, the... like, rubbed into my wounds or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's nothing sanitary about this at all. Um, You're going to die. <laughs> she does decide she's going to kill herself because uh, she's lost her little sister character. And so she's going to go kill herself. So she keeps trying to drown herself and he keeps saving her. And he's like, nope, you can't die. And he's like, I was in love once. And I'm like, oh, you're in love once or maybe you're still in love. There's something nope. going Say with me, don't say with me. <laughs> what do you mean she keeps trying to drown herself? Like, how many unsuccessful drownings does it take before you? There was two. <laughs> like what? Like, uh, she couldn't just well, wonder egg it and put a, okay. a hair dryer in the bathtub. One, they, we didn't. We don't have hair dryers. <laughs> so oh, there is it like that? Oh, I thought. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's um very, and it's it's a weird fake era where they have like, um, magic train trolley. Oh things, right, it was like they're still pretty samurai-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it seems like she has a sword she could just fall on. Oh, I know. Instead, I think she breaks one of the bowls and then tries to slit her wrist. So she only tried to drown herself once. Question: Is it a ceramic bowl? It was. Did it have hot dad <laughs> curry in it? No, that's probably why she threw it down. <laughs> like, this curry lacks flavor and zest <laughs> and semen. <laughs> You're like, that's not how you make curry. Gross. <laughs> so we begin the third i guess act of this she's gonna kill the boss now she wants to kill the shogun she does go oh get out of here one way or the other (laughs) she goes to confront her boss and she cuts his shirt up very nicely and it shreds off of his body and he's he keeps it fit but he's gone (laughs) (laughs) he's fit but he knows it and that's the problem that's the problem He's got the same markings as the snake guy had, which means he's a beast man. And she's like, who are you? A genetically made beast man? Because I thought they were taking the blood to beast. Yes, he is taking the the blue blood medicine. (laughs) Call it looks like little rock candies that they they bite. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, he... He's got those marks. And she's like, who are you? So then his backstory is that he was like some kidnapped kid that they were doing testing on. And he escaped and murdered a bunch of people. And then another samurai took a, He was like, this kid's got potential. He should be a samurai for the Shogun. The Shogun dumped water all over a stat. Not water. I'm sorry. Wine. And then said, prove your loyalty to me by cleaning all of this up with your tongue. Which I guess he wait, did. Wait. Where did he dump the wine? <laughs> On a statue of the Shogun. 
Ew. So it, you know, it trickled down the statue and puddled on the floor, and he had to lick it all up. But did he have to lick the statue? I'm sure he did. I'm mm. sure he did. Did the, so, stat- did the statue have nipples or a dong? No, he, he, he was a fully dressed statue. Mm. So <laughs> he definitely like, had to get it in those ass cracks, though. <laughs> He's like, Dave, like, He's like, all right. <laughs> Who's proved their loyalty right now? Me or you? All right, then shut the commentary. <laughs> so the Shogun mm-hmm. wants his new samurai guy to protect these blue-blooded people because the snake man is after them and he wants them protected so for a year this is a this is a backstory when her boss was a kid gotcha so for a year he lives outside the village killing anyone who approaches and of course sawa's mom Uh knows someone someone's looking after them so she brings him food and stuff, and he falls in love with her. But Uh-oh. she's like, hey, I'm married with kids. Nothing's happening. Uh-oh. So then... Oh, yeah, the show- just has an, an unrequented love for the mother? Yes. yes. So he's got daughter-daddy issues with her. I feel like... Or I- is he trying to... Although... Is he trying to pull a coca chemo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just he. So it's more of a Higa hero. I'm just going to keep plugging okay. other episodes <laughs> we talked about. So then the Shogun, because the Blue Blood people don't want to make a deal with the Shogun, and he's like, you know what? Screw you guys. Samurais, murder them all. And so the boss. Now mm. gets orders to murder everyone. And uh, so he does. Oh. Including the woman he loves. Oh. But Sawa is, was, she got hidden, I think, in the closet and stuff. So he found Sawa and he goes, you know what? This is the woman I love's daughter. I am going to make sure she survives no matter what. So he turns on his samurai buddy and kills his buddy and says, I'm going to train this girl to be an assassin. And I'm going to make sure she survives. (laughs) After killing the mother? Yes, after killing the mother. So then he goes to great lengths to keep her alive. Although I think he gives her a very dangerous profession where she was almost murdered a lot of times. He's like, it's the boy named Sue philosophy. I, I guess everyone has different parenting styles. <laughs> well, when you're a fake parent and assassin, I don't know if you so much have a style as a failure. Oh, shit, and I forgot to say. Okay, so the, the, the grumpy landlady turns out that she was grumpy because she was sober because she's a drunk assassin who was undercover for Sawa's boss to keep tabs on her. Oh, so she had to be sober and she was upset. And she was very grumpy. So now that she can drink all the time, you find out that she had, um, I don't want to say Wolverine claws, but basically Wolverine claws. (laughs) I don't want to say this, but fuck, it's going to make me say this. They're more like ribbons. They're like really long and and like ribbony. Okay. Yeah. So... 
very Wolverine inspired, though. That she's um, like, I prefer the Badger. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now she's drunk and has knives in her body. Oh, that's a, yeah. sounds safe. Yeah. Um, she actually did stop a heist on a train. That was actually kind of cool. But um, long story short, Sawa wants to kill the Shogun. It turns out that the, her boss faked the reverse cowgirl's death so that she could live a secret happy life. What the fuck? He's yeah. helping her, but uh, yeah. like when she wants to do a fake death life, she uh, <laughs> she's so she found instantly. Back. She comes back pregnant. Because she's like, all right, I owe you a favor. Because you, I'm here for you one know, more rodeo. Out, so. <laughs> Get it? One more rodeo. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it turned out, guess who else is alive? The little girl. What? Her boss had the little girl saved. And I'm like, okay, so everything that I thought was pretty intense that you were doing, you just like Disney fied and uh, they undo it all at the end. I hate that shit. Yeah. I don't like this doesn't really matter very much anymore. But Jin reveals that he is the crow man who killed the cat lady. And he's going to go kill the Shogun so that Sawa doesn't need to. And she can go live a wonderful life with her kid sister. Which is what they were doing before they interviewed Before he fucked it all up. Exactly. So he kills the Shogun. And he dies in a fire. And uh, the girl, the the reverse cowgirl has her baby. And then, uh, oh, and then Sawa's going back to her little sister. They're going to reunite. But then the drunken knife girl, who was mm. pissed off because she lost a fight with Sawa. Sawa I broke, see. like, all of the ribbons in her hands. And, uh... She sneaks up behind Sawa and stabs her. And then goes like, ha ha, I win. And then walks off. So Sawa now has, you know, a fatal wound. But she still makes it back to see her sister. And they they talk and hang out. And then she dies. Oh. Yeah. And then after the credits, you see the little girl all grown up. She's 17. And she's hanging out with Reverse Cowgirl's daughter. They, apparently, they Reverse Cowgirl adopted her too and raised them together. And right. uh, she's like, "I turned seventeen today." And then the little bird that Sawa always turns into flutters down, and the girl's eyes glow blue. And I'm like, "I didn't think that was how the bloodline worked, but okay." She- she ate her body, Lindsay. <laughs> Is that how it worked? <laughs> yeah. They were like, Snake Eye was doing it all wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, I loved the way she looked when she, like, turned into, like, a bird beast. Because it wasn't like these other fake bird beast men. Mm-hmm. She looked really cool, and I still love the blue flames that she would breathe out her mouth that, like, turned her face into, like, a skull. I just thought that looked amazing. 
And the story at first, I was like, dang, story. Wow. Consequences. And then they kind of pull everything back. But then they kind of go, no, we're going to we're going to kill everybody again. Or at least the main character again. Um, hmm. I'm kind of like, mm, too late. Kind of already disappointed that everyone's alive after all. So I have mixed feelings. Mm. So a little disappointed in the ending. But for like the first two parts, I was pretty on board. I was pretty much like, wow, this show's kind of cool. So I think, I don't think I have anything very clever for this. I think that's going to top Hot Dad Curry. <laughs> Nothing will top Hot Dad Curry like more Hot Dad Curry, but <laughs> what's your rating for this? <laughs> uh, let's go with seven uh, reverse cowgirls out of ten. That's a lot of reverse cowgirls. I think people would like that number to be a bit higher. <laughs> that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough. It's never enough. Well, I am basically down to my last few here, Lindsay, as I know you are, too. Um, so do you want drama or do you want rom-com? <laughs> I think all I have left is dramas. So I don't know if you want to save your rom-com for like a, the light a the mood chaser. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> All right, I gotta talk about Odd Taxi. Did you keep? I I tried. I watched, I watched all of it. You should have tried harder. Oh well, I wanted to because I watched I watched the last the second episode and at the end when that that baboon that you said was a bad guy got in the car, I went, oh no, this is gonna be a big misunderstanding. I gotta keep watching this to tell Dustin that he was <laughs> judging this poor baboon. Profiling, mm. and that because uh, he wouldn't be the bad guy at the end of episode two already. So tell and, me, Justin. And were you, you didn't watch the next episode? No, I didn't watch. The He's one of the major <laughs> bad guys of the series. <laughs> he literally threatens his life in the third episode. I don't believe uh. you. Oh, well, I mean, you sit, buckle up. It's quite the ride, because he's number two in the uh, the Yakuza gang that he's in. Okay. Um, Odd Taxi. So before I dive into this, there is a huge twist that I am not going to lie. I kind of suspected almost from the beginning, <laughs> because of certain things I was noticing, certain trends I was noticing in the show. I was like, hmm, seems like there's a twist coming. Yeah, that's uh, not the bad guy. No, that is not the twist. <laughs> that's the twist you're waiting for. <laughs> Wait no more. But so I will say, if you're a, an average listener, I, well, there's nothing average about you. You're a great listener. If you're a weak, if you're, if you listen to all these damn episodes, there we go. I don't know. <laughs> I guess average was the right word, but fuck it. It sounded too too pedestrian. I didn't like it. Average. Um, and you have an inkling of interest in watching Odd Taxi. You should just skip ahead. Just I don't know how much time doing this in real time. I don't know how much time to tell you to skip ahead. 
But I'm going to tell Lindsay the twist. I'm going to do it now. So just skip ahead. Okay. I'm not actually going to. Dustin. What? Dustin, we lost you. Oh, did you lose? How, for how much? Just after oh, you said, I'm going to tell you the twist right now. And then, oh, then you disappeared. Yeah, damn microphone. Um, no, I actually, I said, I'm not going to actually tell you right now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> there the show begins layering characters um, after it kind of sets everything up in episode three. You you meet one of the bad guys, the baboon. OK, you find out that the llama girl is basically his ex-girlfriend slash working off a debt for him and that's why she's stealing all the drugs from the medical office she works Wait, at. Wait, she's dating the baboon or the walrus? Was dating Oh, oh okay. Got it. Okay. And he uh, was basically making her steal the drugs so he could sell them to make money. Okay? Not a good guy. <laughs> Alright? Then we meet this cat guy and we go through his life story and it's Kind of just weird, pathetic, and sad all at the same time. Uh, he starts talking about like when they were kids. There was this huge fed. Think of pogs, okay, Lindsay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. pogs. But with erasers. Pogs. No, no, don't get excited about her pogs. Oh. We're over pogs. Uh, with erasers, and so the rarer the eraser, the more cool you were. And he was in this competition with this fucking otter kid or some shit. <laughs> and uh, the Otter Kid's parents would splurge on these super expensive rare erasers. Okay? Super weird. <clears throat> Meanwhile, we've previously seen that the llama girl gave the walrus a one-of-a-kind eraser. Oh, that's right! Yeah. So, all these stories are... comfortably put it in his shirt. Yeah. It. Well, it's... Yeah. So... All these stories begin. That's when I started to see that all this shit's threading. Okay. So the cat guy's whole story is that he bid on that, that eraser, the one that we saw her give him and it never arrived. And he charged his dad's credit card, a hundred thousand yen. And he got his ass whooped (laughs) a hundred thousand yen worth of ass whooping. (laughs) And he never got the eraser. Okay. The eraser didn't show up. So then he starts working for this game company and he had this dodo rate eraser. That's what made him cool. He had an original like this one of a kind dodo eraser. And so he starts working this this company and he has to review like video game, uh, like cell phone video games. And there's some zoo game and he's trying to get the dodo in the zoo game. And he crashes his life course of doing doing all right, doing pretty good. To now, like, the office jerk, people hate this guy. He's yelling, he's having outbursts. All he's doing is playing this game and pumping all of his money in it to try to get a dodo. (laughs) He gets the dodo. He's excited. The journey's over. Our taxi driver almost hits him with a taxi. Is the dodo... Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Is it like an animal or is it like a dodo person? Because everyone's animals. It's an animal. It's an animal. Are there like real animals or the dodo's the only animal? Great question. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Okay, he finally got it. Um taxi driver almost hit them. 
He drops his phone. It goes in the water. He tries to repair it. The game didn't save the dodo. No. That's all, like Twilight Zone. All of his work. And so he loses his shit. And his life mission becomes... Oh, and he had like a pet bird. The bird died. He goes to bear it. And he uncovers the baboon's gun that the baboon buried. So now he has the baboon's gun. And he decides his mission is to kill the taxi driver. That has oh, ruined that's the black gun. It I is 100%. They showed him bearing it earlier in episode three, okay? <laughs> He's in trouble with the law because people saw him doing shady shit, okay? Stop trying to save the baboon. He's a bad guy. <laughs> I just don't want it yet. You need to watch because he doesn't do anything nice. <laughs> then we introduce this idol group, okay? And... We see this at one, these like three different idol girls. The guy ends up, the tax driver goes around, he picks up all three of them. Uh, we're introduced to another guy who's a fan of the idol girls, and he, the taxi driver picks him up. And the guy's like, Hey, give me some lotto numbers. The walrus just gives him some random wall, uh, um, <laughs> random random, walrus numbers. Some, <laughs> some lotto numbers. That guy ends up winning the lotto. Okay. Oh. Um, his monkey friend lies on a dating app. Oh, and right, up, the little janitor guy. Yeah, he ends up dating, going on a date with one of the uh, idol girls and pretending to be rich and stuff. They go to a fancy restaurant. He says he's been there a whole bunch, but then every time he does something, they're just like, sir, don't do that. He's like, oh, that's how you do it here? Yeah. And, uh yeah, and so then the cat guy ends up shooting, like, basically just stalking the walrus, okay? okay. And, um... Well, doesn't the walrus still have a cat girl in his closet? He's got something in his closet. <laughs> he's got something in his closet, okay? Okay. He's got something in his closet. Um, so... Then we go back to the idol girls. One of them, like the lead one, she's dating one of the comedians that's been introduced. Again, everything's just really interesting. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the She goes through her backstory where they uh, killed one of the members, supposedly. Like of she their own to, idol too? Yeah, she went to kill her because she was jealous that she was going to be the lead and then found her dead. And then panicked. They go through this whole cover-up to get rid of the body. Um, oh, sounds like that terrible Sherlock Holmes thing I watched with Momo Taro. <laughs> so then we go back to the Jander monkey. He is now... And, and so we see who helps with the body recovery. And now they're making her run... I forget what type of scheme it's called. But basically, they're making one of the idol girls run these schemes to pick up rich men so they can, like, milk them full of milk their cash. And then they, like, release them at the end, uh, embarrassed and shamed and everything. But then they pick up the monkey guy, discover he's got no money because other Yakuza, like, like he's he's taken out loans from other Yakuza uh, groups like loan sharks. And they're coming for their money. And so then he just kind of gets beat up. Uh, The walrus agrees to team up with the baboon to do a heist because the baboon's a bad guy as long as they save his friend and he releases the llama girl from her debt, okay? 
right around the time. Wallace wouldn't team up with that bad guy. No, he would. He the would. baboon's an anti-hero. He is, I can assure you, he is not. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the hippo boy from the first episode. Oh, I wanted to know if he came back. He launches a whole internet campaign to take down the baboon guy. So. Why? And he starts getting members and say, because he's a bad guy, Lindsay. He's a bad guy. All right. All right. So I'm just going to work it. So they do their whole thing. We meet this porcupine guy. He's the other number two. He's rivals with the baboon guy who's evil. All right. <laughs> they do the heist. Part of the heist goes off without a hitch. Because the Walrus guy is actively trying to bring down this whole gang. All right. The cat guy shows up. The cat. Oh, and then the Walrus yeah. guy gets out of the car. The eraser drops from his pocket. And the cat guy's like, where did you get that? He was like, it was given to me from this guy. And then it turns out that the baboon is the guy who conned him out of his money and didn't give him the eraser and was also number one on the leadership board on the game that the guy was <laughs> trying to get the dodo on. So he super hated it. <laughs> Shoots a fucking baboon right in the gut. Leaves him for dead. Now but the he's other not dead. He does not die. I will say that. Yeah. Now the other guy is hunting him down. Meanwhile, the gorilla doctor has gone to oh, seek yeah. more information about the walrus guy. Okay. Because everyone kind of still thinks that maybe he killed the cat girl. Okay, the cat girl's body's discovered. So that's what? how it's Yes. Yeah, they drag the river for some reason and they find the body. And it turns out to be a mafioso guy's daughter who works with the head bad guy who the baboon works for. Okay. Now, here's the twist. So, okay. The cat girl was dead the whole time? One of them. They got a replacement for her. Here, here's the here's the twist, Lindsay. Okay. 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 I'm ready. I think it's in. God, I can't remember if it's episode twelve or thirteen though. It's, it's episode thirteen. The doctor finds his journal from when he's a kid, after going to his hometown. His mom was abusive. His dad was an adulterer. And his mom tried to kill the whole family after killing the father and then tried to kill both of them. He survived. And after that accident, he saw everyone as animals. So this whole time, it's not that they are animals. It's just that's how his perspective of the world is. The gorilla? Uh, no, the walrus guy. The walrus guy is our main character. Oh, Wait, the walrus went back to his hometown for the journal? No, no, no. The gorilla did to find out more okay. about the walrus guy. Oh, got it. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got yeah. it, got it. Okay. okay. So none of them are animals. They're all what? people. And the person who I thought was the murderer of the cat girl turned out the to be baboon. accurate. Nope, it was the oh. replacement cat girl. And she knows that the taxi driver is the only person that saw her. And the reason, so he has, they talk about it, he has this uncanny ability. He can see like someone's outline or just see them from behind and be able to tell instantly who it is. And it's because he sees them as an animal. So like he can mm. spot his baboon friend, or not the baboon, he can spot the, <laughs> he can spot the monkey friend in uh -huh. a crowd 
of like a crowded picture because he sees him as a monkey, you know? Oh, okay, okay. So the cat girl, and this is how it ends, is he he reverts back. He can see everyone as human now, which was kind of cool. It was a it was very interesting the art style that they switched back huh. to. Um and then you're following the murderer and she gets into his taxi and it's just like because she had been talking on the phone to her mother, who's quite possibly dead as well, and saying she just has to tie up the business with the with the uh, the taxi driver. And then she gets into his car. And that's how it ends. And I was like, oh, shit, she's going to kill him. But huh. it's the interconnectivity of the entire series is really, really good. Like, Wait, it's really who, well done. Who did he have in his closet? Oh, that's another twist. It's fantastic. So after he stopped seeing everything as cats or like, you know, cat people and stuff, um, he goes in, he opens a closet, a cat pops out. So he thought he had a human in his closet and it's freaking him the fuck out. (laughs) Okay, but really he he was a human with a cat in the closet. Got it. And so he was talking to a little human and it was weirding him out. So. Okay, so this this cat girl, the missing cat girl, was the daughter of some mafia boss, and yeah. they had well, a replacement daughter of the friend girl? of a mafia boss. Well, that's okay. the thing is like that's why they made them wear masks, and you were kind of like, well, who cares? They're just bloke black cats. Like, why do they have them wear a mask? That's weird. But that's why they had her wear a mask, and they used the same name for her, um, and to keep it hidden. But when you know it's a human, you're just like, oh, it makes more sense why they're wearing masks and stuff like that. So. So they were trying to kill the cat girl and replace her with, like, a replica? Well, no one was trying to kill... Okay, the lead chick, the lead, the person who was supposed to be the lead, who was, like, a white dog, she was going to kill her. Like, she was determined to kill her so she can get the lead spot back. Um, when she went to meet her, she found that she was already dead by the backup. Like, basically, it was the fourth choice was this other black cat that wanted to be included so she killed her way onto the, the, ah! the idol. yeah no one wanted her dead it was other than the lead chick or the i should say the former lead you know and then the backup chick so but no one they don't know who actually like no one in the band that actually covered up the murder and thing actually knows um that it was that chick that killed her so huh. that makes sense well damn dustin <laughs> I feel like I should have watched this. Probably should have. I told you to watch it. And I warned you that there were spoilers, Lindsay, but to, to hell with the consequences. I mean, there's plenty. <laughs> well, no, I still kind of want to watch it. <laughs> oh, there's so I, I'm not even like I could just talk for like another hour just trying to get some of the minute details in this. There's so much more going on. I didn't even talking about like four or five of the characters. So, yeah, there's there's plenty to still enjoy. So. Lots of uh, lots of subplots and everything. I like how everything's related. Yeah, it's. I mean, especially like his, there's this one scene at the end where they're like a lot of the characters are all coming to terms with like life sucks at the same time, and they're it's interesting because they're all witnessing the same event that I won't spoil just for the hell of it, and it's just interesting to see how they're all still just. You know, they're witnessing it, but none of them are near near each other. So which I think is like kind of a good uh, analogy for the series is like they're they're all connected, but far apart. 
So. Hmm. So there you go. And the baboon guy's bad. But you'll probably still like him because of some of the stuff he does. I wonder what he looks like as a person. Do you get to see him? Yes. In huh. prison. Does he have red hair? I'm not going to spoil that for you. I think <laughs> you can find that for yourself. Okay. No, he does. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Does he? Yeah, he does. He kind of. <laughs> it kind of looks the same. It's kind of weird. His his is the only one where it doesn't kind of work out. Where you're like, oh, not great. <laughs> so. So, um, I would, I give it uh, ten tiny humans in a closet out of ten. So, <laughs> all right. Well, pretty interested now. I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. this. Um. Okay. Well, I guess while we're no longer having our cozy blanket. Um, let's go with 8686. Ugh. Now we're in the part of the blanket that's like in the toilet for some reason. You're like, why is this in the toilet? I don't want to use this blanket. I want to burn this blanket. Well, I ended, I think I, I caught you up to episode eight. There are eleven episodes in this anime, and episode and the episode episode eleven is a complete recap with like one minute of new story at the end. Wait, that's how there's only eleven episodes and it ends that way. There's, yes, I'm sure it's over then or something. Two. Nope, there's a season two. Not in this house, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. They're going off, you know, to their death, you know, to go fight in enemy territory, and they're just supposed to keep advancing until they die. And he's after his brother, who's in one of the machines. And so you get, uh, they find him, brother's ready to fight, Shin, the undertaker's ready to fight. She's like, no, you can't fight your family. Even if one of you is a cyborg board type killer. <laughs> they're they're fighting. His brother turns into the T one thousand and gets oh. like these liquidy metal arms shooting out from his little uh what do they call them? Juggernauts. <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird. All of a sudden he's got a bunch of hands that are all liquidy and stretching out towards him. Okay, whatever. Um big fight. Everyone is overwhelmed. There it's like all of the bad guys are at this spot right now. And then all of a sudden, and I have to admit this was really, really cool. The sky flashes red, and you hear Handler One come on and say, I'm taking control of your eye. And she gets into one of the the guy's eyes so she can see. Um, And she sends some illegal mortar missile drop. (laughs) And she had to borrow his eye to make sure to detonate him at the right spot so it didn't hurt any of the people and only killed the bad guys. But it looked amazing. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) 
Um, so then Shen fights his brother, and he kills him, and releases his spirit, and Shen can finally move on. And so all five of them, they're still alive. Okay. And they're like, well, we're going to keep going. We'll see you later, Handler One. And she's like, wait, no, don't leave me. Don't leave me. But they're going out of range of the signal, which I guess is why she takes off running, is to make the <laughs> signal last as long as possible. But she runs through. Tech the support's whole like, no, you're hardwired. You're hardwired. You <laughs> it's, it's, oh. it's not going to get you better. <laughs> she runs through the whole damn city until she breaks a heel and can't run anymore and then cries in the street. Now, my favorite shoes. <laughs> I knew I should wear flats today. It seemed like a flat day. Well, I'm sure you remember her her friend who told her that they're not friends anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she showed up back to her. Handler one went to her friend's house. And her friend's like, I told you I didn't want to see you anymore. And she goes, yeah, but I never said I was going to listen. And she said... That little boy who lived next door to you that you betrayed twice and left for dead, his name was Shin, wasn't it? And of course, her friend's like, what? How did you know? And she's like, he's the Undertaker. So she's like, you've abandoned him three to- or twice. Are you going to abandon him a third time? So she She's got like, I don't fresh. know. My underwear is really wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> she got her Undertaker? <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> To um, hack into the system to steal those uh, missile launch things and do that. Because, of course, you know, the government was like, we're not wasting good good artillery on people we want dead. Mm. So she did it without their permission. I bet there'll be season two consequences, but not really <laughs> because her uncle or someone's the boss. I don't know. Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> So that was episode nine. And then episode 10, we're following the survivors. Goodbye, Handler One. Um, and we just follow them into like this, um, I don't know, I guess like natural forest and, and there's lakes and uh, there's like little abandoned towns. And they're just kind of like, we're not in a hurry. We're just going to take our time and enjoy life. And they're fishing and just having a good time. And everyone's finally happy because they feel free. And then the second part of the episode, you see everything from the point of view of like the giant robot dog that follows them around. So it kind of fills in some of the missing gaps of the story. And then it Fast forwards a couple months, and the robot's like burning and explodes. The robot dog? Yes. Oh. The robot dog is like on fire, and like the little screen, like, you know, gets all staticky and goes out, and then it explodes. Uh -huh. And you're like, well, what happens with them living fun and fancy free for a couple months? It was too fun and too fancy. <laughs> And then episode 11 is a whole recap of everything till the very end when Handler One comes back on and she goes, 
Well, I was put on house arrest. And then I decided to travel to 80, District 86 and see their house. And she finds the drawing that they left for her of her as a pig in a dress. <laughs> and she looks a little confused. Um, and then they, they left her a picture of all of them so she knows what they really looked like. And then she goes, I'm going after you guys. And then she just like walks off into the sunset. So I imagine season two will, maybe they'll finally meet in person. I don't know. I don't feel like this was really much of a love story. I think she's in love with him, but I don't think he loves her. Hmm. She's in love with the idea of him. Yeah. Or his body count. I'm not sure. (laughs) Well, and then after he killed his brother, he stopped wearing his little scarf. He's like, I'll show my neck scar now. It's (laughs) disgusting. It's still really crazy. Like, it's it's like he, he looks like the Zombieland courtesan who was beheaded. So, of course, that next scar makes sense. But for him, it doesn't. The guy just got choked. He was like, I had a major rug burn. And I didn't <laughs> let it heal properly. In fact, I kind of put this scarf on. And every time I tried to heal, I ripped the scarf off. And then after about ten times, I realized what I was doing was wrong. And then I had this scar. It was pretty gross. <laughs> What's your rating? Uh... I hope it involves neck scars. <laughs> I was going to do, um, gosh, I think I was going to do maybe five uh, puddings made with real eggs. Ew. <laughs> That's if you say ew to everything. <laughs> I always meant ew with your choice. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would rather next scars? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Leave them cringing. <laughs> so it's <sighs> there's some things I like and then there's other things that I'm like that's kind of dumb it sounded all dumb personally <laughs> okay you did not see that like missile strike no that's fine I mean every every show is going to have it's gold nugget but you know when it's still that surrounded by shit nuggets it's kind of still <laughs> gross that was definitely the gold nugget yeah but I just watched it, I think, actually, this morning. So it's very fresh in my mind. Mm. So, right. eh, eh, yeah, some people might like it. Some yeah. people may not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to rush through this shit. Asamake rom-com where the childhood friend won't lose. Oh, but they're all yeah. childhood friends. So... How did they not lose? Um, I don't know. Where, when did this I... This is the revenge one, where everyone has, like, some sort of different revenge for trying to get on this poor guy. Yeah, and guess <laughs> what theme quickly goes out the window is the revenge theme. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> sort of. It's the, the revenge switches. It's super dumb. I don't remember who... Where I left off last. Did I talk about the uh, beach competition? Were they at the beach yet? No, you you told me about his mother's tragic death. 
yeah. And then and then he was gonna he had like the writer friend write him something so he was gonna act and beat the other guy at acting. Well, they do this like well no, it well it doesn't end up being for okay, so his third childhood friend shows up and she's like I want you to come back to acting with me. I've been waiting for your return. Um, for some reason, no one seems to know that his mom died, and that's why he retired. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's fun, him telling that story to everyone and them looking like assholes, because that's literally why everyone wants revenge on him for, for quitting acting or not showing back up and be their friend anymore. And so they all look like total assholes when they find that out. And so they start this thing that's basically, I'm just going to call it Aquafina because that's totally what they're trying to make fun of. They do a water. It's like called Aquamarina. Oh. But it's totally just Aquafina. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they do this competition against her where they they do two videos and he like starves himself for this weird, like tortured soul music video they do with a band and it was really quite dumb but he wins and she gets released from her contract from the evil producer guy who's like for whatever reason just trying to railroad this guy's existence that he's back in the public eye never really clear on that so then they go and they do a different video where it's just the three girls and they have to um but they agree to like no bikinis or whatever. So they do this like summer break thing and he gets closer to the one girl, the little sisters that he's lived next door to all fall in love with him and don't want to be around him. Cause they know that they're in like fucking 50th place on this guy's fucking radar. He breaks his arm. The rich girl that is the writer moves in with him kind of with her maid who hates him. <laughs> And is honestly the funniest one on the show because she's a, a genius idiot. Um, and then it it really becomes about getting revenge against the producer guy that's just trying to ruin his life for <laughs> who knows what reason. And his friend seems to know about the producer guy and hate him too and want revenge against him. Um, and that's like the D plot line, I'm going to say. <laughs> and so then they agree they're going to they're going to film two things. They're going to do the true story of why he quit acting because the producer guy releases it to the tabloids. And so he has to relive and tell everyone about how his mom threw herself to the fucking road and died. (laughs) And then he has to go with these three girls and film deep memories that are sad with all three of them for some reason. And they all feel like that will give them an advantage with with each other. In the romantically. Um, and then they're going to film the true ending to the series that he filmed that his mom died, the Child King. Which that's how the series ends is showing you that that scene. And holy shit, was it boring as fuck. It didn't make much sense. <laughs> he just wakes up from a coma and he's like, it's good to see you girls again. And I was like. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> nothing. Okay, all right. 
Uh, one of them, the one that he lives next door to, does some. I don't know. She she confesses her love to him again, and he's. But now, obviously, he's had very deep feelings for these other two, and uh, doesn't want to give her an answer now because she kind of missed out. So she decides to like counter that with saying they're going to be childhood girlfriend and boyfriend, where they basically they can hold hands and say I love yous, but you can't touch her boobs, and it's a secret. Okay. And that's it. That's pretty much the show. It was it was very disappointing. A lot of it doesn't make sense, uh, in my opinion, because it's very just. I'm like, how did we go from like a revenge love? Like, I got the revenge love story. That, like, at least that made sense. But then when they were like, he quit because his mom died. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> this makes all of you look like really fucked up narcissistic <laughs> characters now. Yeah, and but also, his mom died what the fuck? Yeah, and his dad apparently just has never been home since. He just is constantly doing stunt work, trying to die on set. So he's like, I'll tell you one day, honey. And they visit the site where she dies, which is just a road with traffic still going on. And I was like, is he trying to, like, join her right now or something? Or, like, what's going on? And he, like, puts a flower on him. I'm like, all right, easy, Bruce Wayne. That's going to get run over, like, in two seconds. <laughs> So it was just it wasn't it wasn't particularly sexy. It wasn't particularly cute. His character is grossly inconsistent in every avenue. Uh, sometimes he's the smartest character. Most of the time he's the dumbest character. But I'm supposed to believe he's a genius actor. The only thing he did good was or like that it was funny or kind of like showed the genius acting ability and so the girls, they're doing this like dance routine thing. And the writer chick, she's not really a dancer or an actress, but she's being forced to be in it. And so she's struggling. And he's like, he's like, step out. I'm going to fucking pop in for you for a second. And he does the routine. And they're like his friend and this other girl are talking about it. And they're just like, is it like annoying how cute he looked just now and how much I want to like punch him for it? And it was just like, yeah, it was pretty accurate. And that was, that was honestly probably the best scene. And then he was just like, you're not dancing for no one. You're dancing for yourself. This is a dance of love. You got to dance for somebody. And it was just like, ah, oh, you ruined that scene real quick. with the, <laughs> the words that followed. So I would give it, um, Four, not enough boobs in the entire series out of ten. <laughs> so, just a lot of missed opportunities there. So, hmm. Does that leave us on? I got one more. I got one more. One more. Oh, fucking hell, Lindsay. Hurry up. <laughs> okay, Tokyo Revengers. Oh, you actually finished this one? Uh, I was hoping you didn't. I was like, it didn't I come did up not yet. finish it. Oh, okay. Because it's not over. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, a lot of the show is him kind of going back and forth, you know, learning mm-hmm. stuff in the future to go back and try and fix the past. Um, and basically all these events happen around this guy that I did really like, um, his death. 
And so whenever he's back in the past, he befriends like the two gang leaders to try and stop the the murder from happening. And there's a big fight. Of course, the guy gets stabbed. But then the the kid, um, Takamichi, um, helps get him to an ambulance, fights off people, you know, kind of grows as a person uh, from mm. where he was in the future. And he's like, no, I hate my life. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to change it. So then uh, it works. The guy survives. There's. He uh, he shakes the kid's hand. You know he gives he gives his girlfriend a necklace, and he's like, "Don't forget me." And he goes back into the future. And what pisses me off is he has changed everything in the future, but he doesn't have his new future memories. So mm. he does not remember how he got to where he was or where everybody is. Oh, that sucks. And, yeah. But the the kid, the cop kid, who's taller than everybody, um, remembers, you know, and he's like, hey, you did it. Let's go see my sister. She's alive. And he goes, oh, my gosh, she's alive. We passed the date of her death. This is awesome. And he goes and sees her. Um, and in this reality, he broke up with her. Of course, he doesn't remember that. He has no idea why. She doesn't. She's always loved him. She doesn't know why he dumped her. So they finally like are talking, and they're finally going to. She finally says, "I love you," and I've been in love with you. And he turns chicken, and he goes, "Ah, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll meet you in the car." Oh, so she's waiting classic. in the car. No. <laughs> oh, car explodes. <laughs> No, he runs into one of the gang members who was causing trouble in the past. And he looks at him and he goes, oh, you're not in the car. Well, damn it. I was hoping to take care of both of you. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, something's going wrong. And so he runs to the car in time to see this SUV slam into it Hmm. and crush his girlfriend. Uh, I mean, that was not as good as mine, but okay. <laughs> and then he sees the driver of the SUV was his best friend. <laughs> and he goes, oh. I fixed nothing. Oh, my God. What did I do? Hmm. Uh, so then he's like, all right, we're doing this again. And I'm fixing it. This is not going to happen. This is not my future. Or kill them all. <laughs> and so I was kind of, I was there. I don't know. I'm wishy-washy on this one, too. There's things I like and things I don't. But the end where I was like, what I, I saw, because I was like, gosh, they're spending a lot of time together wrapping up this whole episode. Oh, it doesn't always, seem like there's anything left to happen. What are we doing? That's always trouble, Lindsay. <laughs> yep. And then when I saw the guy, and I feel like he's trying to take out the brother because it's the brother's car they were in. So I don't feel like he was trying to kill the sister. I think she's just always the innocent bystander. And I think this guy knows what's up with those two, that somehow they know about the time travel thing. So, um, Mm. yeah, because he's like, man, I was hoping it'd be both of you. And I was like, 
I don't think there's no reason to kill this girl. He's trying to kill her brother. It's her brother's car. It just makes sense because they were right together before they picked her up. Mm. So then I was very interested. Then, of course, that was like, you know, the last three minutes of the show. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, is it getting a so, season two or is it just continuing? I don't know. I didn't look it up. And I can't tell if it's because it, it, that was episode 12. Gotcha. So it might be a season two. It might be a season one part two. It might just be continuing. I don't know. I guess um, we'll find out when you find out. Yeah, because I'm going to keep watching. Or if you're in the future <laughs> in the internet, you can just look it up and answer the question for your damn self. Yeah. Because we'll already know the answer by then. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I probably won't look it up. Um... <laughs> I have nothing clever for this one either. They don't all have uh, to be clever, Lindsay. Yes, they do, Dustin. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess um, seven and a half. Um, I, I guess dead girlfriends. <laughs> seven and a half dead girlfriends out of ten yeah. and a half dead girlfriends. That's a lot of dead girlfriends. <laughs> that's that's what they gave me at the end, just dead girlfriend. So, all right, you want to talk about Mars Red? No. Or Mars real boring at the end. <laughs> Mars disappointment. They never should have killed the lovable grouch. I still don't know <laughs> why that affected you so much, but that's fine. It just wasn't any good after that. No, it was really boring after that. It just, I was like, oh, we're going to see Colonel Maida come back and be a badass. And it was like, not no. until the very end. And he he's not going to know what he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> he's going to be a little dumb. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like the earthquake hits, vampires, vampire units, English guy sucks. Yeah, he dies. Bat suit. Yeah, real stupidly, too. Defrost is just like <laughs> some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill on a cold day. <laughs> he said the blade line, only very, very Hamlet y at the same time. Like, he literally just like mind fucks this guy to jump off into the water. And I was like, why does water kill vampires? We never really establish or show it. I mean, we had the chance to show it. Yeah. But we didn't. Yeah. Stupid bat suit. Oh my gosh. The only thing and I knew they were gonna do it was having Maida die right on his fiance's little symbol yes. too. But then they fade. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is the point of this? This is all stupid. I hate it. This is boring. Yeah. And then what's his face lost his vampire virginity to the news reporter girl. She's like, yeah. I don't watch you drink blood. <laughs> I want you to be a vampire. And he's just like Aren't humans and vampires all just trying to keep their humanity at the end of the day? I was like, what? <laughs> Shut yeah. up. You suck. I, yeah. I didn't really like their love story, how they were just like, I was like, just oh, make her a vampire. A story. I was like, just become a vampire, dummy. So, whatever. She's like, I'm going to be an old lady. I was like, yeah, but you could bang all night right now. Like, let's go. What's the problem? <laughs> Get a little half vampire baby going. Let's let's do it. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, re- <laughs> really, the only person story that I cared about was the shopkeeper kid because he, he was ostracized. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. So. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I, I was very bored and disappointed. Nothing happened. Yeah. Really? Like, dude, what happened to the dad? I don't know. He left him that gun, and I guess he killed himself. I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's how I don't he know. left it. Yeah, and never, no one pulled the trigger. Um, yep. I don't understand why the colonel went crazy. And yeah. I, I only liked when he called him a soft-ass vampire. He's like, you're <laughs> soft-ass vampire, motherfucker. <laughs> He's just like, damn, colonel, shit. <laughs> Yeah, that, it just, yeah. Uh, like, those vampires were hanging out in the sun a lot. Uh, I was just like, yeah. okay, for shade counts? <laughs> All right. All right, Blade <laughs> 1. <laughs> Fucking stupid sunscreen. Yeah. Steve Dorth throw children into the street. <laughs> <laughs> I feel and, there, there is potential. Yeah. But... Pissed just, away instantly, just yeah, yeah. I told you that first episode was going to be the best episode, and I was right. Lovable Grouch. Hey, he was even in the. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He was the lovable Grouch like twice. <laughs> you just, you just liked his sad story of his wife who didn't want to sell his leather chair. She's like, no, no, I, I could use it. You're sitting in my chair. Uh, you are dead. I think. I don't know. What is this? Try to hustle me for money? Seems like something you do. Yeah, and then uh, the mad scientist vampire ends up raising all the vampire children. I was like, "Fuck these vampire kids!" And then fucking white-haired uh, COVID mask guys is like. I'm going to New York with this lady. We're going to check Told out ya. the world. Told ya. I was like, why? She sucks and betrayed everyone. He's just like, it sounds like someone oh, I could yeah. get down for a couple hundred years. So it took for, so everything drags. And then yeah. we have like this skip and we're like, uh, okay. See her watch as things happen. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're killing a lot of your own people, and he said he might have a cure for the vampirism. But maybe let's just start with busting up their supply that keeps making vampires. Let's maybe start there, did, dumbasses. What did she do for him that he was like, I need you on my side? Because all she did was stand there. She was slightly weaker than him, and he really was into children, apparently, is what we were supposed to take from that. Oh, I guess. I don't know. Mm. He's like, I'm the vampire king. I was like, you're walking off the edge into the water, dipshit. (laughs) Maybe shut up. (laughs) That scene was dumb, too. It was way too long. I was like, just just have him do it instantly, please. I don't need all this extra that you're doing right now. So. And so I guess we know why the reporter girl looks so much like the fiance is that was what made Maida stop for a second. Was that it looked like her? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, 
Just and it was so. I was like, if they milk that one line from that play that she did perfectly in the first episode, oh yeah, uh, one more fucking time. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, we're gonna have every character say it. I'm like, please don't stop. Yeah, she's a virgin. The moon, I can tell by her <laughs> dainty calves. I was just like, fucking shut up. <laughs> oh, they had to front on the stage, just like. I don't know, giving, like, the weirdest uh, epilogue ever. Like, He's like, I'm young, but I'm old, and I'm just tired of living, and uh, Macbeth, the world's a stage. I don't know, fucking, I'm real tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a boy. Yeah, he sounded real tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of fucking I was just glad they stopped showing that weird, like, him in a shirt, naked and wet shit at the end on the last episode. I was oh. like, God, I don't want to see this <laughs> vampire boy just like juicing everywhere. <laughs> I could skip that shit hard enough. I was like, go, go, get out of here. I don't want to see that. Skip to the end. I don't even know if there's any after credit shit sometimes because I was like, nah, I don't even give a fuck. I, don't I just don't want to see this guy anymore. <laughs> see him wet and naked and one more damn time. I still liked the look of the animation. It still felt, um, I don't know, really classic and nostalgic to me. But it stops there now. It stopped at episode six. (laughs) I say just watch the first episode and call it a day. And I say hold out for the lovable grouch. I say he's not that lovable. And I think it just hit Lindsay at the right time, which is fine and fair. I don't think it'll have the same effect on anyone else. <laughs> Unless you just go through a lovable grouch moment of your own. And you're just like, oh, okay. Aww. His wife did, I guess, kind of love him or something, maybe. I don't know. He seemed kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to give this three lovable grouches out of ten. Ooh. I'm going to give it one good episode out of 13. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> what oh. an one in, no, one. <laughs> one. And half the lovable grouch episode. No. Holding on to it. <laughs> that's, uh, hey, you gave your ratings. I'm giving my <laughs> rating, okay? It's one. <laughs> And with that one, I think we have wrapped up our spring 2021 anime season. We didn't feel like we watched a lot of shows, but God, fucking three (laughs) hours and 40 odd minutes later, maybe one of us should have quit on something. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and I have to come back for fruits baskets. (laughs) Uh, Boo! Thank you so much for listening. Please let us know what your favorite was of this season. You can do that on the Twitter at Let's Anime Pod or on Instagram at Let's Anime Podcast. So we want to hear, what did you like? And I think that's it, right? I have not closed out an episode in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing fine. You're doing fine. That's it. (laughs) 
Dustin, Dustin, take us away. There's your hot dad curry to go. <laughs> I don't remember what I was really going to say because I was so, it was like an hour and 45 minutes previously. <laughs> <laughs>